0: In a world filled with games, one team of elite gamers comes together to do the impossible, complete their backlogs, starring Grouchy Surge, Ryan Mathman Craig, Patrick The Backlog Odyssey, Mike Blaze Knight Grinnell, and featuring Jeremy The Trash Turkey. When this team of elite gamers comes together, they form the ultimate combo, the Backlog Busters. Coming soon to a podcast near you.
1: Wait, something. we can take snapshots. Did you know that? Uh. Watch this. Whoa.
2: <laughs> well, now... He, oh, that's an ugly smile, man. That not exists. I don't like that picture of me.
3: <laughs> well, it won't be used anywhere. Don't worry. Yeah, it won't.
2: <laughs> okay, rad.
3: So is it just going to be one of you at a time, or...
2: I heard mike what? too
3: i'm here oh so yes.
0: in order to make this I just work don't see he's him. on my phone and i'm on my laptop both through the same account
3: oh okay oh okay
2: <clears throat>
3: i have no idea how to begin this week's
2: show we were supposed to use my phone but nothing wanted to work so technical difficulties and then we figured it out That's and then a- compromised <laughs>
3: already so Anyway, anyway, <clears throat> step up, boys and girls. Welcome to the Backlog Busters, Pandemic Edition 3.0. And since nobody can leave their house, we're all growing beards. Uh, Jeremy, as you can see, and nobody can see because it's an audio podcast, has a seven-week beard going on. I believe I see stubble. Mathman is actually losing beard as time goes on. And uh, Mike has been replaced with his teenage son, so we definitely have an improvement. Anyway, I'm Grouchy Surge. Everybody else is here, and I'm just going to say, gentlemen, it is a pleasure to be talking to somebody that is not the dog or customers at work. How are you guys surviving? In any Uh, order. (laughs) Doing good. I was actually
0: wondering if you had any deals on lumber right now.
3: Uh, Yeah, the deal is stay home and don't buy it because I don't (laughs) want to see more people in the store. We actually just, um, as of 4 p.m. today, so three hours until we close, We had our first million dollar week in the store. So, yeah, million dollars sold as of 4 p.m. The lowest day was 133,000. And those are normally reserved for, you know, crazy shopping, holiday, like ads, Black Fridays. We reach like 189 or something like that. But we've been hitting 140, 140, 160, 160. And then we had that like a hundred thirty-three thousand dollar day in there, and it's uh, it's disturbing and scary all at the same time. But we hit our first million dollar week, and uh, I guess that's something to be proud of. So, you know, yeah.
4: uh, cl- Clorox wipes are pretty expensive, and um, I'm sure that that's pretty much whatever it is getting. I mean, you got you got to supply the people, Serge, the Clorox uh, wipes. Yeah, but the Their problem wipes.
3: is, the Their problem is after the first week, we were out wipes. of all of our wipes, Clorox, Lysol, but they were all gone. The only thing we have now is water and nobody wants to buy it. So everybody's buying like pavers and mulch and flooring and cabinets, essential things, you know, projects to work on. So the wife doesn't kill you, I guess.
4: Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. Or actually, mulch might actually um, be a good mask material. Uh, maybe a fibrous material that you could use in making your homemade masks. Um, but don't don't try that at home. Or, uh, unless it's cedar, because it'd smell good. I, 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 I don't know.
3: Yeah, or there? it'll just give you a place to hide a body in a backyard. Put some mulch <laughs> over there, grow some grass. I don't know. But I'll
1: so stop I'm talking really now, talking and you guys it. can let me know how you're doing. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. (laughs) I'm doing very well. Just trying to keep busy. They have uh, me working from home this past month and almost a half, I guess. So it's definitely been an adjustment, but at least I can kind of divide my time between family and work more easily now. And I can take more breaks and walk away from the computer if I'm feeling frustrated, things like that. So in, in a way, it's a blessing. In another way it's you know, it's definitely something to get used to and not always easy. So it is nice to sit here, talk video games, you know, try to forget all of that.
3: And because gentlemen, we'll let go first. <laughs> Second, third.
2: <laughs>
3: Don, introduce yourself.
2: Hi. I'm, I'm I, this is a cold start I'm sorry. Hi, I'm Dom, Blaze uh, nice Knight's insufferable teenager. I have, uh, I don't know. Should I just like say what I'm interested in? What you should do
0: is tell us how you're dealing with the whole pandemic situation.
2: Oh, I hate it. Like, more than I've hated a lot of things.
0: And why is that?
2: I don't I don't I'm a pretty social person so I normally like thrive off of other people having a good time and like just being alive and like I have a great family but like you can only see so much of the same person for the same this extended period of time. And Uh, you you kinda go a little crazy. That's why I think uh... so many people
3: yeah, I agree with you 100%. I I still work, and I still have to go out there, but um, I love my family, but it's nice to be able to talk to other people every once in a while. And uh, because you guys were talking about it before we started recording, I'm really interested to hear about this Mega Man Maker Mario Super Mix 3D World Land thing.
2: The Deluxe yeah. Edition. <laughs>
1: So, I mean, I, I've only dabbled in it myself, but it's basically the Mario Maker for Mega Man. And it's kind of a, I don't know if it's open source, but I know that it's fan made. So it's not licensed from Capcom. And they've taken pretty much everything about Mega Man and made it into a Mario Maker style application. Uh, and they I think they've also had some, uh, they've added things that don't exist in the Mega Man universe, or at least officially. And that kind of makes it interesting as well.
3: So then my question is, since with Mario, you have what is essentially a kid-friendly, family-friendly, mostly easy platformer where uh, people like Mike get together and crack their heads open and design evil satanic rituals that will make everybody want to break their computers. by dying unless you happen to jump on the happy horse at the right time and bounce off a spike and then jump into the lava or whatever it is either way, it's maniacal. Um, so for the Mega Man maker, does it have like an easy mode and everybody's like, Hey, let's just get through the level without dying
1: today. (laughs) Uh, no, (laughs) I do know that my son likes to go in there and throw as many bosses in as he possibly can. And then say, Hey dad, why don't you try this level out? <laughs> of course, he does that in Mario Maker as well. So, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna. You're gonna have to send me the
3: link to it. I will have to download it and play. I'm. I'm assuming you can go on there and download other people's levels and stuff like that. So, I'm really curious to check it out. Even though I don't think I've beaten a Mega Man game since three. Did you have anything else you wanted to say
1: about
0: uh, Mega Man Maker, Dom?
2: Oh, I was... Don't look at me like that. You're going to make this so much worse. (laughs) Uh, No, I was just going to say, like, I think, personally, Mega Man Maker is better than Mario Maker in terms of being a Maker game. Because, like, it it goes so much more in depth with everything. Like, you can choose... The music and the background backgrounds and then, like, like sub-decorative backgrounds. And it, it's just, it goes so much more, like, into it. And I think it's just easier to use. Although, there is a lot of children on there. So there's a lot of just unplayable garbage, which is great.
3: <sighs> I, I have a feeling that if I made something, it would also be unplayable garbage. So... Don't just assume it's children, it's probably mostly adults.
2: <laughs> well, if it's adults then it's excusable. <laughs> Cause like they can learn, but like a kid like is just like I'm gonna put this on top of Mega Man.
0: So you're telling me children never learn? Is is that the the gist I'm getting here?
2: No, I haven't talked since the age of five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Ryan how are you surviving
5: I am surviving safely I'm doing my best to stay away from people and uh, it's working out so far except for the people in my house can't get away from them and I've uh, also been uh, going out and taking some walks even though it was about 86 degrees and 80 percent humidity this afternoon i figured i would still go out and do it i tried going with my kids and they lasted for a little bit and they complained i took them home and i went back out i said hey i'm gonna go i'm gonna walk and it was hot but it felt good you know just getting out there and doing stuff But, but yeah and going back to what you were saying patrick about having to work from home that's all I've been doing how to give a test today or okay. to give a test this week and how to trust that my students were not going to cheat because there is no one there to make sure they're not cheating. Which is really frustrating and it's probably going to continue that way until sometime in the summer because I don't know when the buildings are going to be open for us to return to work.
1: Yeah, that so is rough.
5: that's what I'm doing.
1: Yeah, that is rough. And I know that I've heard so far that, uh, The governor of our county has extended the stay at home order until the end of May. That means our college is not opening until at least then. But you know there's going to be a transitional period of a couple weeks before anybody sets foot in that building. So we're thinking like, you know, at least through June before we even set foot back in on campus.
5: Well, the previous statement had been that they were going to reopen the buildings on May 4th, But then I got an email from our Chancellor that said. Well, we're gonna push that back to June 1st and at least for my classes and part of this was the decision of my Dean. Um, we're going to be online at our uh, center until the end of the calendar year, so all of my summer classes, all of my fall classes are going to be online, so that's. Just going to be interesting. Especially for someone like me who really thrives off of that one on one, face to face communication with my students. And now it's just relegated to, to not, you know, in case somebody happens to show up to one of my virtual office hours. Other than that, I've, I've got nothing. I'm really missing those interactions. So, you know, just phone conversations or, you know, Skype calls with, you know, you guys or even, you know, yesterday. I had a two and a half hour conversation with my sister, who I normally don't talk to, and kind of came from playing Animal Crossing, but then we just talked about other things, and it was really nice.
3: Well, I mean, the good news is if anybody goes on the internet, my mayor wants to open up the city as test subjects for the world. Did anybody happen to see the uh, Carolyn yeah, Goodman yeah. interview? You guys-
4: Everybody's a carrier anyway, Serge. Just open it up, dude. Come on. I mean, 40% of people that are tested are, unsy- uh, are don't have symptoms, asymptomatic, whatever you want to call it. They're 40% of people, you're fine. Just get out there, okay? Herd immunity. Heard of it? Get it?
3: <laughs> well, th- they, thanks for Herd the immunity. pep talk, Uncle Trish.
4: I don't know. I, don't, I like I, that sorry. concept. You know, um, uh, I'm doing OK. Um I've got a cool black mask that my wife made for me, and I'm trying to get her to do like like white uh, lines across it. So it looks like a, a Mortal Kombat uh, mask is kind of that's that's what I'm going to get out of this pandemic is a cool Mortal Kombat mask. And I'm pretty excited about that. So get over here. Pos- that's right. Exactly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. by, by the time they let us go into public without masks i'm gonna have like 20 of them i have a friend in pennsylvania that sent me a pittsburgh steeler mask i have the crappy cloth masks that work gave us just black um my brother sent me a bunch of the n95 masks because he works in a facility like with heavy machinery that they have to wear them and then i've got people sending me like mario masks and deadpool masks and so I'm going to be really stylish and then this is over and I'm just going to have like masks hanging in on my wall or something, I guess.
4: You know, it's going to be the new cool thing that all the kids are doing. You know, who's wearing the Gucci mask? Who's well, got the cool coach mask? Who's, oh, you know, that's going to be next. The, yeah, I mean, retro games. I mean, everybody's going to get into it. I, I, you know who's going to get into it because they don't get into video games? That's Konami. Konami's gonna be all over the masks. They're not gonna make a single game, but they're gonna make some awesome masks. So get excited about your contra mask. It'll have the uh, Konami code on it, and um, it- it'll be cool. So wear it. Uh, keep yourself safe, and uh, get some get some extra lives. That's what yeah. it'll be called.
5: Do you
1: think that they'll do a sure?
5: retro mask collection? Oh, like absolutely. The box or something. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yes, it would have it's... the Konami code one part, one button on each mask, and then you could have the people line up, and they could rearrange it. You know, they can try different things, but ultimately, you would stand in a line in the right order, and you were granted immunity. <laughs> Don't got
2: worry about nothing after that.
1: That's
2: true. I
3: mean, you get thirty lives. I can yeah. go to work. I mean, for multiple years on 30 lives, I should be really safe.
5: Unfortunately, those extra lives that you earn are about as powerful as those you get from Contra. You yeah, know, somebody oh. touches you one time, Serge, you're done.
3: Oh, that's true. Ooh. I'm going to have to get a spread gun. Yeah.
4: Now, okay, we've, <laughs> we've gone <laughs> off the rails, but I could really go deep into this uh, this thought of, like, would you choose... Like 30 lives Contra style, or would you use, like, your, just, your normal life? Like, which do you think uh, you'd choose? Go.
3: Uh, I'm, pretty certain.
2: Guys,
3: I'm pretty certain that I'm already on the uh, the Contra style.
5: Um,
3: <laughs> however, if, if somebody were going to shoot me, I'm fairly certain Contra style or real lifestyle. One bullet's going to be all it takes.
5: So okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going missed.
3: with Contra.
4: Okay, this is a bad. It's a bad. Uh, well, no,
5: no, because dog, if you go, co- go contra rules, then, you know, Grouchy, if your son comes into your room and he's mad or whatever, and he like punches you in the leg, that's one uh, life gone.
4: Yeah, yeah, this is not a good idea. If dog
5: bites guys, you, you're done. Yeah. But I
4: how think how even how... grazes you, like you pet the dog and you've lost a life. Like you make any contact, physical contact with anything and you're done so konami i don't know you also get
2: that you also get that moment then when the robber shoots you you just get back up like yeah i got like 25 more left man just we're gonna be at this for a while and
5: and then (laughs) if if you
3: have a friend if you have a friend do you get to start stealing their lives
2: I think um,
0: the real question, guys, is how many times can we enter this Konami code? Because I can just keep duplicating these 30 lives, and if I do it once an hour, I'll probably be okay.
3: Mike, it's only at the title screen. Have you played yeah. Contra? Come on, yeah, man. You can't yeah. enter it yeah, in it the middle okay. of the game. Can you guys
0: tell me where the title screen of life is, please? Earth. I need to find it. Yeah, <laughs> when you uh, entered this bad. world,
5: so we're Earth. way beyond Oh, well,
0: we missed <laughs> <laughs> it. I guess you're locked <laughs> on one life. Dom, well here's you're...
5: the problem with the with the you know the contra rules is what if you lose track? You know, Dom, you're saying, Oh, somebody robs you, it's like yeah, I get twenty-five more. It's like you're probably thinking to yourself, was that six lives or was it five? Well you gotta ask yourself, Dom, do you feel lucky? Well, do ya,
2: Dom? I'm in a constant state of feeling as unlucky as one can. Also to <laughs> to go back to what you said dad uh your title screen is your bed because every morning i struggle with the the concept of start i just want to go to options and click sleep
3: (laughs) this is uh my wife is good at that option she can just lay down close her eyes and go to sleep at any point in the day any i don't understand it i uh It takes me forever to fall asleep, but my wife, she'd be like, oh, yeah, let's go to bed now, and gone. And I'm like, I don't get it. I wish this was an ability that I had, that I could earn, that I could buy at a shop, that I could find in a trash can next to a turkey, something. But unfortunately, now, we were talking on Twitter earlier, and somebody said that we don't stay on topic or that we're not organized. So um, how about we get into What You Playing?, And we'll start with the guy we can't see, Mike. I don't know what your list was, Ryan. I'm sorry. I'm not looking at it. So I just picked a random person.
0: (laughs) Well, you you picked the spot that he wrote the list for. So you're you're in good shape. (laughs) Um, But before we do that, um, I'd like to take just a second to share a little bit about what I've been going through lately, because there's, Some stuff I've told you guys about and some stuff I haven't. Um, So it was last week, Tuesday, that I got a phone call from my boss in the middle of the day while I was at work. She called me to tell me that I would be going on a furlong, which is like being laid off. But you're supposed to be able to come back without losing the position, which is, you know, you know, a good thing. Um, so I I said, okay, later that day, I got uh, a message from her going, wait, actually, I really don't want to lose you because you've been working here for so long and for so and doing such a good job, we're going to carve out a position for you out of the shambles of what's left to do at this company. So they went out of their way to make it possible for me to continue working, which, you know, in this time, I'm ever so grateful for the opportunity to do so. The unfortunate thing is I had to go and get myself sick. So I got sick this week.
2: <clears throat>
0: ah, yes. I got sick this week and found that uh, I had to call in. And it was a respiratory issue, Um, dry cough, some breathing struggles, minor concern. um, Felt a little tired, but not crazy. Um, Went and got tested for uh, COVID-19 and was told I needed to wait for two days. And I did. And I want to say my heart goes out to anybody who's in that position of waiting because it was driving me insane. It was absolutely maddening not being able to go anywhere, do anything, interact much with my family, prepare food, um couldn't do the dishes you know like it's little things like that you don't think about when you're not feeling well on a regular day you know if, it, if i just oh well you know a little bit of a bug i can probably still do the dishes it'll be fine i'm cleaning them but when it's this and it's so um contagious and it's causing what it's causing you have subject or you know, reason for concern but I found out a single solitary day late that I am negative, thanks to goodness, uh, for COVID-19. And it's the biggest relief in the world to know that that's the way that it is, that I'm not a a carrier. I'm part of that 60% turkey, so yay me. Anyways, on to greener pastures. What have I been playing? Well, I've played a lot this month um, with a little bit of extra time. About 10 hours per week I was short, plus all this extra time for being sick. Um, I tackled three small puzzle games, finished them all. Um, Raid was the first one, which is a really interesting game. Definitely. Uh, a unique puzzle platformer. And from what I understand, it's a pretty early entry into the indie series, like the indie genre. So if you haven't checked that out, I highly recommend it. But unfortunately, it just left Game Pass. So, or maybe it's about to. By the time the stairs is probably gone. So that's not going to be an option. An- another game <clears throat> that I tackled was Old Man's Journey. Now, this puzzle game is still available on Game Pass, and it's all about the the journey of an old man, and the puzzle mechanic is manipulating the hills so he can jump between them. It is a really silly puzzle mechanic, but it works. And the story, I mean, without words, does a great job of telling a fantastic narrative. And the last little puzzle game that I've played was the cave.
2: <clears throat> Sorry, Dad's having mic troubles. So the cave, me and Dad actually played together. It's a very interesting game. It starts with you uh it's got these like seven characters that you can play as and you're all at a campfire and you can choose three to take with you into the cave and basically what you do is you find out their twisted weird dark <clears throat> most of the time murderous story uh sorry uh, 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 crap. throughout
0: card. the course of the game that's what you discover and then your action towards the end of the game helped you to determine which um, ending you get. So you can get a good ending, or you can get a bad ending. Now, Dom went through one single solitary playthrough with me, um, <clears throat> and that, that was a lot of fun. It's, it's much better co-op. Um, but I played through it with everybody multiple times and tried to get all of the endings, um, short, easy, uh, fun worthwhile game if you can figure out all the little puzzles the, the problem with replaying it though is that you have to go through a lot of the same puzzles over and over again so it does get tedious to get all of the endings so Dom what else have you been playing <clears throat>
2: uh, I have recently beat Fallout 4 which I've been meaning to beat for a very long time. It's uh, one of the, it's like one of the first games I got for my PS4. And one of them just left. <laughs> it, was, it was like, I just, most of the time would just mess around in it. Cause I like doing that, but I, I finally beat it. And it was really weird and interesting. How uh, long,
3: uh, one question, well, two questions. Is this your first entry into Fallout that you've played before? Because the only yeah. one I've extensively put time into is three, and curious how long it actually took you to beat it. Like, how many hours do you think that was?
2: Oh, how many hours? Uh, probably too many. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not good with time, uh guess guessing stuff oh uh, uh, i would say i took a long time because i tried to do as many as the as many of the side quests as i could find and i would just walk around discovering new places and i i just like because there's this really cool element in fallout 4 at least i don't know about the rest i'm sorry uh the, it feels like every time you walk into any place, even if it doesn't have a side quest, even if it doesn't have anything interesting, you're uncovering the story of what happened before the war, because you can read these terminal documents and like just the actual notes. And it's just like, it feels like there's so much history before you were even walking around. And it, I just think it's super fun.
3: The one thing that I love about the Bethesda games is that they put a ton of lore in there that you have to uncover yourself. Like you said, if it's books that you're reading or if it's just stuff you're finding. Um, Like I said, 3 was the only one that I've played and beat. I know that was on the 360, and the only reason I know how long it took is because the game kept track of that for me, and it was 100 hours. That's what I put into that game to get my 1,000-gamer score. Um, I did use a guide to collect the bobbleheads. So the only thing I would look at is, like, where to go for the next one. And then I would just wander off in that direction, run into some towns or some trees, look at a math man being confused. Um, and uh, <laughs> so I I love the backstory. I love the lore. And I don't know, when 4 came out, there was just something about it that I couldn't get into. But it's definitely a game I want to go back to because I really enjoy that post-apocalyptic I like collecting Nuka-Colas and by the end of the game, just having a fridge with like 800 Nuka-Colas because you're not selling them because you have enough money and power armor for anything else. But I love Fallout and I really want to try Fallout 76 now that they added single player components to it. Is that something you're interested in getting into or?
2: Yeah, actually, I didn't really. This is going to sound a little harsh. I didn't care at all about it when it first came out because my immediate thought process was, like, you went from 4 to 76. I don't know what's happening. I don't know where you're going to go with this. And then I saw it was, like, a Battle Royale, and I'm just not really that into those. But I have heard recently that it's got a lot of, like, single-player stuff. So I I would play it, because I love Fallout 4. And I'm assuming it's similar. I hope they have, and I know they wouldn't, but... One of the biggest pet peeves i have is like uneven character design and the pit boy is gigantic and it just makes your character look so ugly because none of the clothes you wear are complete that bothers me so much so i hope they have like an invisible pit boy or something
1: i don't know
3: who is next on the video game talkie talkies
1: Oh, that would be me, I think. Yeah, see, we put an order in, and we still get confused. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> it's just its just who we are. It's just who we are. We're, we it-
3: uh, we're not used to organization. <laughs> it might take us a year or two before we get used to it.
1: I yeah, mean, I'm- I appreciate that people are
3: trying. That's all we can do is try. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, well, for me, I've been playing a, a few games. Uh, recently, I completed Sekiro on the PlayStation 4, which is kind of one of the more recent games from, from software in the Souls, Bloodborne uh, style of games.
3: <laughs> I have a question for you.
1: Oh, yeah. Why is it called Shadows Die Twice? That's a good question. Um, my assu- My assumption is you're a, you're a shinobi, basically a ninja, who is a shadow, because they're mysterious and cool, and you die a whole bunch, more than twice, so there's an inaccuracy in the title. <laughs> it's more like die a thousand times, but uh, that's my assumption, is that because you're a ninja, and because you're... it's Well, the, the story in Sekiro is based around kind of... The concept of immortality and resurrection and how every time your character is resurrected by using the dragon heritage is what they called it. So the dragon heritage was kind of uh, stolen from the, and I forget what they called it, the basically the god dragon. And he gifted, well, I don't know if it was gifted or stolen from him, but the, uh, the royal line has the dragon heritage which grants them the power of resurrection and they can grant that to anybody who they wish. But the more that person dies, the their blood becomes stale, I think is what they said. And then it starts to, but that life that they're bringing back needs to be drawn from somewhere. And that just so happens to be everybody else. So everybody else starts to get sick. They get the dragon rod is what it's called. And uh, and then um, the wow. premise... Yeah, we just had a brain fart. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> so, I mean, with the whole premise being resurrection and kind of the cost of it, uh, the story is based around you, the shinobi, who is protecting the lord of the realm uh, who has the dragon heritage, and his wish is to sever the, the ties of immortality. So this loop and this sickness no longer affects the world. And that's all wrapped up into a Dark Souls-style game where you're constantly dying, you're constantly getting better, and you get that rush of adrenaline every time you finally beat that freaking boss. And um, if I would say anything, it's probably one of the hardest of that type of game. Uh, It's much more reliant on your ability to parry and to act and think quickly when facing enemies. And that was kind of what drew me in. I really like that it's very skill-based. Unlike Dark Souls, where you're holding up your shield and you're waiting for openings, it's more like you being aggressive and deflecting enemy attacks. And as soon as you wear them down enough, then you instantly kill them with uh, your finishing moves. And it was a very cool game, very intense, but I, I really enjoyed it. Um have any of you ever played a souls game of any denomination? <laughs> I have
3: played some uh Demon Souls. Okay. The, uh, PS3, the one that you know, before they came out with Dark Souls and started all that. Mm-hmm. So my problem is I thought that I would get better at the game, which Did not happen, so I'm I'm lacking something there, and I believe I play. You've played it, obviously, so you know they have that beginning boss that you're supposed to die to, but he is beatable from what I'm told, and I wish I never would have heard that because then I kept trying to beat him. So I probably put 15 hours into just trying to beat him at the beginning of the game. Start over, die. Start over, die. Start over. And the actual game, I've probably only played like two hours of. But I was coming off of maybe God of War 3 when I went into this game. And, uh, well, that's a transition that's very difficult to make. Nothing but, you know, since I went and got my platinum on God of War 3, you know, I probably put like 20 hours into it with multiple playthroughs of nothing but pure aggressive button mashing. And then I went into a game where I'm supposed to, like, roll, dodge, block, and attack when there's an opening. And I did not make that transition, no matter how hard I told myself, no, no, go slow. I was like, I am Kratos! (laughs) And I was not. I was not Kratos.
1: Oh, no. So you certainly don't have the resilience that Kratos has in those games.
3: (laughs) Yes. But uh, it's one of the games that I want to go back to on the PS3. Because yeah. I really liked it, and I don't feel like it gets enough love since Dark Souls gets all the love.
1: Right. Yeah, and it's funny is that when I played Demon Souls, I bounced off it right away because of that. You go to the first boss, he destroys you, you feel like you're failing instantly, right? And it wasn't until Dark Souls that I actually gave it a chance and gave it my all and continued to play. And like you were saying, it's a very different play style to something like God of War. You really need to take your time, be patient, wait for openings. And you have to realize that boss fights can take you 20 or 30 minutes because of that, where it's not not anything like that in something like God of War. And, um, I mean, <laughs> the next game that I play kind of takes a different approach after that. Uh, so I went from Sekiro to the Resident Evil 3 remake which is a very different game and although it's not as action oriented as like the the later Resident Evils it it's obviously a remake of one of the classic ones it's really cool to go back to the world of Resident Evil 3 uh, just like it was with the remake of 2 and you get to see all those settings and everything like uh, uh, that you remember the only, I've, the only problem with it was I've never, i I've never been a big fan of Resident Evil 3 because of the Nemesis, because he's constantly on you and he's popping out of walls and he does so much damage and you're constantly on edge waiting for him to pop out. Um, but luckily, the remake does a much better job of balancing that where it's more like set pieces with the Nemesis. It's not so random. With him jumping in Uh, but just like the remake of two capcom has done an amazing job of breathing new life into the resident evil universe and i'm very glad that they that they did it and on my first playthrough i beat it in five and a half hours so it's it's not really that long of a game and that's me taking my time dying a bunch uh exploring and all that and right now i'm just working through a second playthrough, trying to get all the collectibles
0: have you dabbled at all in the multiplayer mode
1: so (laughs) i was quite pleasantly surprised to see that um the multiplayer game came with the resident evil 3 disc uh what what's it called again Uh, resistance or something i think it's resistance
0: resident evil resistance yes
1: yeah So I I tried the beta when it was available, and I tried one game before I started up Resident Evil 3, and I really like what they did with it. It has that asymmetric kind of multiplayer where one player plays the mastermind, and they're sending in zombies or other enemies to stop the group of three or four survivors and so you can play as either as the mastermind or the survivors and it's kind of like um that friday the 13th game that was released and i think it was uh i can't remember what the other one's called
0: that would be the one i'm a big fan of dead by daylight
1: yes yes so similar to that except you're not going around as the killer you're going around or it how would I describe it? It's kind of like um, those Overlord games or where or maybe that's not what I'm thinking of. Anyway, but the mastermind sends out the enemies to, to kill the survivors and you can play either side. It's really cool. I haven't played much of it, but I'm definitely thinking about going into it once I'm finished with Resident so Evil. So the
0: mastermind plays more like an RTS where the survivors play more like an action game?
1: Yeah, similar. So yeah, the Survivors would play similar to how you would play uh, the more modern Resident Evils. And then the Mastermind, yeah, it's like an RTS where you're setting traps, putting in zombies. You can take control of them when you put them on the play field. And I think you can also like uh, summon, say, Mr. X from Resident Evil 2 and play as him. Uh, it's pretty cool. I like it a lot. I'm definitely looking forward to going into it more. Uh, other than that, it's been more Capcom with Mega Man 2. I'm practicing that a whole bunch for uh, the retro game brews high score challenge. And we, it was I think we had two hours to see how far we could get into Mega Man or how quickly we could beat it. And uh, so that's what I've been playing for the last two weeks practicing. And I had my run uh, this past Sunday, and I ended up getting in fourth place. But I was really happy with my time. <laughs> I think I was a minute and a half between be, behind first place, which was 33 minutes and 10 seconds or something like that. And I ended up with 34, 45. So I was pretty happy. And Mega Man, obviously, is an excellent game.
0: That's impressive, because that's about as long as it takes me to beat one level in Mega Man, <laughs> let alone the entire game.
1: Yeah, it's it's funny, is because while I was practicing, I mean, I was consistently getting around an hour, and it wasn't until I started um, trying to find ways to save time, like um, through my menuing, or through just avoiding going into the menu to switch weapons, and then just simple things like, using item 2 to go over a certain area so you don't have to deal with the hazards and stuff like that and it really lessens the amount of time it takes to get from one end to the other and it was really cool it's it's a speed running a game is an interesting way to approach something <laughs> it makes so you, you think about it differently
0: so you did all your own routing you didn't look at any other speed runs to figure out what the best way to go
1: was um so what I started off by looking at the world record speedrun for Mega Man 2, and seeing what it was that they did. And there's a lot of things. That, so one caveat to the speedrun is that it wasn't something like an any percent where you could use glitches and clipping and things like that. Uh, in this one, it had to be zipless, it had to be glitchless, and you basically had to play the game straight. So it was playing it as smart as possible, and um, I think the world record for glitchless, zipless Mega Man 2 was just over 28 minutes. And uh, I tried to borrow as many of the techniques that they use, but, I mean, it, it's just so precise. And then the boss order that they used as well was risky, especially in something where I'm trying to survive until the end. Uh, I can't really reset as many times as I want. So I had to reroute myself so that I could go into it where I was confident enough that I wouldn't die, and that I would have all the items that I would need to get through certain areas more easily. Because you know that one pit death that resets the your run halfway uh, back through the stage, you know that costs you a good minute and costs you the game really. So I tried to prevent as many hazards as I could and made it as easy as possible for myself to get through Mega Man 2 in order to get my time.
0: <laughs> wow. The fact that you got within six minutes of the world record with, I assume is a, a st- substantial amount of practice, but not a lot of time to do it, is right. mind-boggling. It speaks to the le- level of gamer we're dealing with here.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's funny, too, is because even that one-minute difference between me and first place is like, leagues it's literally like one minute could be you know the other side of the world honestly because it's those those not simple but um, minute time saves that make all the difference and sometimes those time saves are too complicated to reliably do in the marathon setting if that makes sense but i'm pretty happy with it (laughs) I, as you should be.
2: <laughs> I was never able to get into like the speedrunning mindset because speedrunning doesn't necessarily look as cool as I I, I thought it should. So, because like in my head it was like, well, this will be this will be cool. I'll be this will. I don't know. I'm not good at like. I already said I'm not good at like figuring out time stuff. So something that I think is going really fast and saving me a lot of time really took me like an hour to do. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, that's that's really where practice and research comes in. Because, I mean, obviously, you could try to route it yourself and figure these things out yourself. But people have already done that for you. And then watching the best of the best do it will give you ideas of what's possible. And then you could try to attempt it yourself. But, yeah. Um, Because I
3: could beat Mega Man in 35 minutes, or I could do it my
1: way and beat it in, like, 6 to 10 hours. (laughs) Right. Exactly. uh, I mean, most people want to go through a game casually. Uh, The fact that I was going into a tournament, I mean, typically I wouldn't be trying to do this in a game like Mega Man. (laughs) But... You know, it's fun. It's fun to challenge, and it's it's an interesting way to approach a game. It makes you look at it differently, and uh, kudos to all those speedrunners that find these things. I don't know how they do it, because it was tedious enough practicing it for the last two weeks. I can't imagine being so dedicated to a single game for years. Yeah, I told my kids, uh, I said something
4: about at, at dinner, they said, you know, you're good at games. And I was like, I'm not good at games. <laughs> like, you know, I was like, Patrick, now Patrick's good at games. He beat a game in like a half an hour that I can't even beat one of the robot masters. So, <laughs> I mean, there are people that are good at games. Just because you like games doesn't necessarily mean that you're good at them. So, um <laughs> And that's okay. But yeah, I was like,
1: it's impressive. It's impressive, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, lots of practice, like anything else, right? Lots that's of practice. Right. But uh, other than that, I mean, I'm currently playing Pikuniku, Niku, uh, which is an interesting Metroidvania-style game. Really, really quirky. It's
4: one with uh, the tall legs, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And it has weird animations. and um, I'm enjoying it. My, my son thinks it's hilarious and that's why we're playing it. it sounds, seen... sounds good. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I've never heard of that in my life.
1: Yeah, that one is new. I think they just recently put it on Game Pass. Um, very quirky. Quite fun. It's like a really simple Metroidvania-style game, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, other than that, I've been streaming Drakengard, which is um an action rpg by kavia and square enix came out on the playstation 2 the whole reason i'm trying to play this is one it's on my backlog and i'm actually trying to tackle something on my backlog and <laughs> yeah, right instead of buying new games and then playing those instead um but also because i'm a huge fan of the near series and i know that near stemmed from the drakengard series so i want to play through those so i can replay near again with new context But Um, are you going to get all
3: all the endings?
1: Am I going to get all the endings? That's a good question, because that game is a freaking grind. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm enjoying it, though. And then, other than that, Left 4 Dead 2, just for fun. Because it's a great game. That's all I got. That's all I got. Well,
4: Patrick, that's an amazing list of games. I have one game. Um, uh, Well, actually, Katamari. But other than Katamari, uh, I have been playing LBX uh, on the 3DS. This is uh, maybe Turkey's Pokemon game. I don't know if anybody's heard of LBX, uh, Little Battler Experience. Um, so then, so this game is um, it's developed by Level Five. It's the first in the series. It is a game that is based on a, uh, an anime that um, came out, uh, I think, several years ago. But there's actually multiples of these games in Japan. Um, the game is essentially you're a, a, little, a little boy who um, is his, their dad – Uh, His dad is a scientist who has been developing what is called a little – an LBX, which is a tiny robot that uh, uh, battle other little kids' tiny robots. And because of science, I guess, they developed this uh, safe cardboard that when these robots are in this, like, cardboard container, when they shoot each other and stuff, it doesn't, like – Hurt kids, I guess. I don't know exactly, but it was kind of funny. They were like, "Oh, we got this reinforced cardboard, so now nobody gets hurt." But essentially, it's a um, when I was looking when I first got a, a 3ds. Thank you again, search. I was looking for um, games that were action based, and this is one of the few kind of action based games where essentially what you do is you you have your robot, your LBX, and you go and you battle other uh, kids with LBXs. Um, and then it, it goes from, you know, this uh, overworld kind of running around theme where you're, then you battle somebody and you go into the arena. And the arena is your robot against their robot in that cardboard environment. Um, and it could have like a, you know, landscape. It could be like a um, a desk or something like that. So these robots are relatively small. And then you can get parts and upgrades and different weapons and things like that um and because i guess it was level 5 and it's based on that uh, that cartoon um there's a lot of cool cutscenes that were you know animated and i think just kind of ripped from the the cartoon um and so you know i really enjoyed it so far and my kids saw a little bit of it and they're like are you sure this is a game and this isn't a cartoon because it was i mean just stupid long cutscenes all voice acted really, really well animated. And, um, it's a fun game so far. I don't, I'm not really far into it. Um, and it's very, mm, you know, it's what you would expect from a Saturday morning, uh, kids cartoon, but I'm cool with that. And, uh, I, I think it's pretty fun. Um, because, because the action is, uh, is more real time. So you you know go around the the battlefield and and you can you know equip like an axe on one hand and a and a gun in the other. and and so it's it's pretty cool. For a three ds game, I think it was a little late in the three ds life cycle. Um, I think it would be kind of cool if they you know uh, breathed new life into it and either brought it to the switch or brought the other two games, which I think one of the other two games is like a um, more of a strategy game. But uh, anyways, there's there's several games out there. But I would, I mean, I picked it up for maybe twelve dollars. I think you could find it used for less than that, maybe five or something like that. Definitely worth um, picking up if you like uh, action-based cartoon games. Uh,
1: that's that's. But that's all I've got, guys. So, I mean, this one does look really interesting. It's kind of like uh, you said. It's similar to Pokemon. Is it you collect these mechs or
4: well, I only have one so far, but I do think that you can get new ones. Um, I think a lot of it is, like, the the parts, you know, so you get new upgraded weapons, uh, upgraded armor, you know, like, oh, I need to get this shoulder armor and this kind of thing. And um, But, yeah, just, I mean, it's really, really cheesy Japanese cartoon. Like, and I don't, is this a thing, is this a, a thing, like, the first bad guys came in, and this is what's just so kind of bizarre about this game. So, you know, your mom doesn't want you to have an LBX, and then all of a sudden she's like, you know, you're old enough, you know, you're, you got this. And then these bad guys that are, because the LBX you got was from this, um, woman who is you know running out of a facility you know with this case of the robot you know like this is the special one you know you were you were the chosen child um and so you you get this LBX uh, from this mysterious lady and then um but the the bad guys are coming for you and there's like three different bad guy goons that are all in like clown makeup for some reason i don't know why they're in clown makeup but instead of like going in and just like, you know, saying, hey, kid, give me this robot, they send in their LBXs, right? So it's like they battle you with their robots. And, you know, I defeated them because I'm just that good. But I'm just saying that like it's just really a bizarre, like, um, <laughs> bizarre setup. And it just kind of, kind of, I don't know, threw me, took me off guard that. This is something that is uh that is out there, and I've never really heard anybody talk about it. Um, but it's a level five game, so I mean, it's it's I mean it's it, it's a polished game that uh, I think is worth picking up if you're looking for some kind of three something to play on the 3ds. So,
5: but yeah, it's it's cool.
1: I've certainly never heard of it, and it does look really interesting.
5: I never heard of it either, and I thought whenever you typed that in the show notes, I thought. Is is he just giving us some kind of acronym for? I'm not going to be there this this month.
4: <laughs>
5: I didn't know what it was code for, or you're flying out to you know LB International. I, I didn't yeah. know.
4: Yeah, it does sound like it. A... Yeah, oh. see, look at that. I mean, <laughs> what is that thing? Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a definitely a. It, but it's it plays a lot like. I mean, I haven't played a ton of Pokemon games, but I thought this is very much like a Pokemon game. You know, you go get parts. You battle other people. Uh, all the kids have the LBXs because they're the cool thing. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, more action based. So um, I can't I can't handle the turn based strategy. I just I don't know what you know caustic thing it, to use against a stone type uh, water bug thing. I just let me mash a button and crack some skulls with the with a with a battle axe with a tiny robot battle axe. That's 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 what I'm talking about.
1: That's very cool. Yeah, it kind of reminds me like a kid's version of um, Armored Core.
4: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely I could see that too. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, check it out. I mean, it's worth the worth worth the worth the little amount that you're gonna you're gonna invest in it
2: i also think to go back to the thing you said about like the clown people with the robots i always think it's interesting then in games like pokemon and that like it's never like oh we're this notorious gang we're gonna rob you with our guns because we're a gang It's like no i'm gonna try and beat you at your own game with my whole <laughs> one ratata or tata or whatever the correct
1: pronunciation
2: yeah. is like why why don't you just like get some leverage man <laughs> <laughs> something to heighten this I don't know it's funny. I
5: guess bad guys are going to bad guy well uh for me uh, what I've been playing uh you guys could probably imagine has been a lot of animal crossing um i have not put as much time into it as my sister has um she got the game about a week or so after it came out and her play time is in the 300 hour range so from what i can understand from talking with her is that she's not really playing it all those hours she just has it on in the background so she'll do some some work online do, do a meeting or whatever and then go back and play for a little bit in between the breaks, so she's not like shutting it down. And I went, oh, okay, that doesn't sound nearly as bad. So that's my kind of, you know, maintenance game. I, I do that every day, do a few things, and I'm not gonna first. So spending a few hours every day, you know, Jeremy, you know this. When I was trying to go and create my tarantula island, um, but no, it's I'm gonna take my time, and I to see what people have done with their islands, and they've got these even my sister it like, it looks immaculate mine is the the villagers have their houses all over the island there's there's no rhyme or reason i have one orchard where the trees are so closely clustered people have asked how can you even move around i'm like i can do it it's not a problem but i'm not i don't think i'm going to go and like landscape and terraform everything because i just i don't have the time for that so i play a little bit of that every night And then uh, to kind of wind down, I've been playing some Pacross S3. Uh, The Pacross games were on sale uh, leading up to the release of Pacross S4 that just came out, I think it was was sometime this week, uh, maybe on Monday, uh, which I may go back and pick that up. I'm having a lot of fun playing Pacross. It's just a simple puzzle game. Um, I don't have to, you know, kill any enemies. I don't have to jump on anybody's heads. I don't have to... You explore all the areas. I just have to use math, use logic, and solve the puzzle. So I can kind of dig that. Uh, a couple other games I've been playing I think I beat, but I don't know, is the game Floor Kids. Um, it's kind of a rhythm game, and you pick you know, a kid who goes around and does breakdancing. You've got you know breakdancing standing up, on the floor, spinning around, freezing, and you kind of string all these moves together while matching the beat of the song. And then in the middle of the song and at the end, there are segments where you have to you're not doing the different moves in different directions, you're just pressing the button to match the beat. And all of this is to give you points so that you can earn up to five stars so that you can unlock more um, break breakdancers. And you kind of move from one section of the map to the other. I got to the very last section. And I got at least three stars out of five on the, the last three songs in the game. And I went, but am I rolling credits or or what? It was, was kind of confusing. Cause there's a I don't even know if there's really a story as you go through. It's they go from like the grocery store to the mall to you know the movie theater or whatever, breakdancing. There's there aren't any bad guys. And in fact, the last level is This big tower of, I can't remember what what it's called, but it's like a peace summit. And it's peace that has been formed from all these kids breakdancing. The aesthetic is really neat. I love how the characters have this hand drawn, uh, like sketch look to it. It's not, the edges are not smooth. You can tell that it's just kind of been sketched. And the characters are just incredibly diverse, you know, all kinds of uh, backgrounds, genders. Even some of the characters in the back—you know—here's a mom holding a purse. Here's a kid with, you know, arm crutches. It just—it's it, just really neat. It's visually a very fun game to look at. Um, but at the end, I just kept going. What have I done? I've smashed the button a lot. I've done the different moves. I feel like I'm missing something. But I can say that that's now off my backlog, and I'm probably I'm probably not going to go back to it. So, I've done something this podcast was meant to do. Help me clear out something off the backlog, so that was great. Success! Um, I, yeah. It, I was, it was actually kind of amazing. Yes, you can see Patrick, you just uh, shared that you know the title screen, it's it's neat, the, the songs are great, um, but at the end, I, I don't know, I felt like something was missing. Uh, another game that I've started on, I haven't gotten too far into it, is Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom. And, and it's got the great aesthetic, uh, you know, love the animation. Um, I don't know, I feel like something is kind of lacking in terms of the control. It's. I know it's going to be Metroidvania, and I know I've got to go from one area to another, and eventually, you know, change into different forms. So you start with just a regular character with a sword, and you're killing your enemies, and then you get cursed by your uncle who is tripping on some messed up acid, and he turns you into a pig. Alright, and so the pig can go and sniff out certain areas, he has his own special abilities, and you can't use the sword, you can't use any of your other armor, and you've got to make your way out of that area to get to a new area and so on and so forth until you change into something else. I think there's a, like a lion and probably a dragon, that's just kind of the, the theme for the Monster Boy games and the other games in the series. Um, again, it looks really nice, but... There's just something that is a bit off with the platforming and with the control. I I don't know what it is. Um, I just can't I can't quite put my finger. I don't know if the character just slides a little bit too much. Um, but I'm going to spend some more time on that. That's also one of my you know games on deck uh, for this coming month. And the last game that I've spent any appreciable amount of time on is Conduct Together. Uh, it's a game that. Retails for 20 bucks, but it was on sale for a single penny. And I thought, that's a penny. And it's a game that involves trains. And I love trains. And it, I don't know if it came from a mobile background. It kind of feels that way as you unlock different areas by getting coins. Uh, the premise of the game is that you control trains. You can uh, stop them whenever you want to. They automatically stop at stations where they pick up people. And you have to guide that train to the correct colored station. So if a lot of people that are red get on, you take it to the red station. If it's blue, take it to the blue station and so on. It starts off with one train and then adds a second train as the levels go on, a third train, and then you have to deal with uh, switching tracks to make sure that the trains don't crash into each other, to make sure they don't you know, run into um, you know vehicles and maybe crossing the train tracks. Um, Fortunately, you have two different modes. You can do regular speed. You can do the easy, which just kind of does it at half speed, which I had to do on one level because it was just a bit overwhelming. I would keep almost to the very end of the level, and then I would crash because there are timed objectives. And so if you made it within a certain amount of time, you get three stars. If not, it's one or two. And I'm the kind of person that, even though I beat the level, I have to get three stars. And if you guys, ever, I mean, I think the first time I really experienced that was playing Angry Birds. You get the two stars and you're like, yes, I, you know what? I bet I was close to three stars. You know, I'm going to restart this one. And so that's the, the problem that I'm having. And I know Conduct Together allows for multiple players. I haven't done that yet because most of the time when I'm playing it, it's 10 or 11 o'clock at night and nobody else is awake. So, yeah, those are the games I've been playing. And uh, Serge, what you got?
3: I have to learn to hit the unmute button. What I have is a hodgepodge of not a whole lot of hours. I started playing, because it's free for a couple of months, I started playing off of the, uh, the GeForce Now thing that's going on. I started playing Far Cry 5 a uh, little bit on my tablet, a little bit on my phone. In fact, I bought the Power A that holds a Xbox controller and your phone at the same time. Uh, they're a little weird to get used to because of, like, the weight. You know, you're used to holding a Switch or a Vita or a 3DS or something like that, but when you're holding the controller and then you've got a little arm sticking up and then your screen's there, you know, the weight's a little off-balance, so it's different to get used to. Um But I probably put about an hour into the game. If anyone's played Far Cry 5, you know, it all starts with the crazy cult leader. Um, And, you know, it's very compelling because you're kind of invading his home turf and he's preaching about how people are going to be coming and getting him and trying to shut down. And it just, it reminds me a lot of like the Branch Davidians, except for I guess this guy takes it a little bit further. But um, I got to the part where, Yes, a little bit further, Ryan, a little bit further. I, I got to basically where the game opens up a little bit. Uh, you get yourself knocked out. Somebody saves you, some weird old guy. Then you have a conversation with him where he's basically talking to you like, you know, I could probably just give you back to the cult, and then they could kill you. Or, and then he starts going on and on about how he wants to like help bring them down. He gives you some guns so that you can go out into the world. And I've gotten a little bit of shooting in there. But pretty much the first hour or so was mostly story with a little bit of shooting and cutscenes in between. Um, Not too bad. Once I get into it a little bit more, maybe I'll be able to talk to it a little bit more in depth. I'm not big on shooters as it is. I like the, the stories. So we'll see if this ends up being difficult. I'll just put it away and be like, eh, no big deal. Um, the game I put the most time into is Animal Crossing. I'm probably about 25 hours into it. I, I haven't played much in the last like week and a half or so. Most of it was playing right away up until the bunny day event. Once the bunny day event, I kind of like slowed down. I was getting eggs. I was like, eh, it's, it's not holding my interest the way it did. I'm still going on a couple of times a week and playing a little bit, and I've got some ideas. I'm trying to make like a nice little campsite instead of my house. and I really wish I could like have that as my house instead of like being forced to have a house and upgrade it and upgrade it to like progress with the story. Um also, since the last time we talked, uh, I have found out, which nobody actually said, but you can roll credits on the game. and So, to me, rolling credits is beating the game. So when I roll credits, I'm going to mark it as beat. I'm still going to play it, but I'm going to consider that done because, to me, in my 700 years of video gaming, the game is over once you roll credits. That is like everything else is post-game.
5: So So, what about Final Fantasy three slash six? Never played it. Okay, you roll credits in the first 15 minutes. Oh, beat the game. I'm done. Oh,
1: yep.
3: Well, now that Completely I know agree. that, I'm going to go it. play the game.
5: You beat it. Done. <laughs> Symphony of the
4: Night. So you beat the first castle. Right.
1: Have <laughs> you beat? What about wait, the Upside wait, Down King? Wait, oh, wait a spoilers. second. Wait, wait. Sorry. Wait. No. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> technically, <laughs> technically, that's the end of Rondo of Blood. So does that mean that you beat that game, too? Yeah, like in the first, like, 30 seconds. Yeah,
4: there you go. Uh,
0: yeah. You guys do know that most games just have a credits button on the menu. Just click that. You're done. Bam. Imagine how quickly we can do these backlogs.
2: Backlog bingo! Funny, <laughs> funny thing, too, about Far Cry 5 is in the scene where he's, like, holding out his hands and he's like, arrest me or whatever, and you're like, cool, and you slap the cuffs on him. You can just not press anything for a good, like, five minutes and he'll just be like, cool and then you all leave and and then the game rolls credits so you could have beat it in like the first like 10 or, 10 or so minutes minutes, minutes.
3: i am not yeah. above restarting the game just to do that so i appreciate it You should. far cry 5 will be off my backlog within the next uh 3 hours
2: <laughs> no it's like i uh, no play it's like one of my favorite games ever
3: no i i've heard a, agree I heard though. a lot of good and i want to play it so i'm i'm still going to go through but I kind of want to, I want to do that just to experience it. I, I'm sure that if I was playing it on like Xbox or PlayStation, that would probably be a trophy, where they'd be like, you know, just yeah. let him go free and roll credits or whatever. So I'm gonna do that just to uh, just to see what happens. But I am really interested in putting time into it because I, I felt the story that they give you at the beginning of the game was pretty gripping. Um, you know, very made-for-TV or post-apocalyptic movie-ish, but I enjoy that type of stuff, so I definitely want to put some more time into it. Um, and then after Animal Crossing, so other things that I've been playing a little bit of, because everything has just been a little bit, um, I played some more Borderlands 3 with Jacob. Uh, we keep playing a little bit of Borderlands 2. Um, and then I've put about, myself, I've put about three hours into Final Fantasy 7 And... I love the new visuals, I love the gameplay, I'm enjoying pretty much everything about it. I like the expanded story, I like, and I'm not going to go into spoilers, but I like the introduction of characters in the first few hours of the game that weren't there originally, where like they never made an appearance till later in the game, and from things I've heard I can expect more characters to be introduced when they weren't before. So I'm really enjoying everything I've done in that so far. Uh, the problem I ran into was that Jacob saw me playing it and he wants to play the battles. So he wants to do the fighting. Luckily, it's very action oriented instead of turn based. So he was fighting some battles and then I was doing the boring stuff, as he would say. Dad, can you stop getting these guys to talk? I just want to fight the bad guys. Um and what I decided was just to get him to start the game on a second profile. That way, if he's really going to want to play, because I want to do the battles as well, and I want to push the buttons, and I want to make the bad guys die. I don't just want to watch him doing it. So I started a second profile where he gets to play, and he goes through, and then like, if it's a tough battle or if it gets to a point where he needs to heal... I'll take the controller from him, heal his guys up, and everything, and then he goes back to fighting them, and I'll help him here and there. Like if it, it's like a boss that like you have to use electricity in order to like kind of progress it or something like that. But he's he's gotten through the first chapter. Um, I put it on easy for him, so he went. He fought the spider boss. Everything blew up, and he was very excited about it. But I have a feeling that as I play through this game, I'm going to have two playthroughs, which is going to extend my time considerably. I'll have the game that I get to play, and then I'll have the game that I'm playing with Jacob. But I really enjoy it because he's enjoying the combat of it. And you know, at, at five years old, you know, we were playing like side-scrolling Mario or Pac-Man, whereas nowadays it's all action, action. And it really bugs me how quick he picks games up and how good he gets at these things because, as I've said before, I know when I was that age, like I was like having trouble, like just beating the simple games or progressing through things like Pac Man that was wasting quarters. But you know, he can go through and beat games like Borderlands or Bullet Storm or you know the the cartoony action shooter violent games. Like he's got these things like down LBX. pat. He yeah, should try, he should try LBX. It's fun. Uh, well. I haven't gotten him onto a 2DS or 3DS yet. Um, He found his brother's 3DS. But I think what I'm going to do is look for a cheap uh, doorstop and get that and see. Because I don't want him to accidentally snap the screen, which he's usually pretty careful with stuff. But it's a concern being that it opens and closes. So I'm thinking about trying to find a doorstop and then finding some you know, games that maybe would interest Obviously something like Mario Kart, he'd be willing to play on that, but, you know, maybe something like LBX as well. And uh, other than that, I haven't really been playing a whole lot. Not that that was a lot anyway. Um, But I did want to take this time, because we didn't have it in our show notes, to bring up that uh, one of our listeners, Tremua, or Tremua, or... Kevin humor twenty-eight. He uh, he sent Trimmer. me a message. Yeah, that guy, Tremor! He uh, he sent me a message and he was uh, posting some screenshots and stuff out there. He's been uh, following along with backlog bingo, so I just wanted to. The message that he sent me is uh, he uh, he posted a bunch of finishes. He beat Doom Eternal, which he's using as his gamer's choice. He uh, beat Rage two which is a game that was released in the last three years. He's beaten Dead Space, which is a horror game, and he beat Mega Man Zero, which is the game that starts with M. So he said he's looking forward to just going through playing this year and uh, blacking out the entire card. But uh, those were the screenshots and stuff that he posted just recently. And like I said, he sent me the message. So what I want to do is I'm going to have to – Probably print out a bunch of little cards for the people that are playing along, so I can keep track of where they're at and stuff as well. Because you know, the first person that gets back to us with a bingo and with a blackout are going to get some sort of a prize. But I just uh, I find it really awesome that somebody is playing along, you know, and reached out, showing off the screenshots and stuff like that. Uh, really warms me somewhere in the heart area. I know I have one. It's over here somewhere, right, guys? Guys. Anyway. That's all I've been playing. That's what he's been playing. And that's what you've been playing. Uh, any, any questions? You know,
0: Serge, I, I got to stop you there. I need you to, to take a second and think about what types of games that we had when we were kids. Okay? There's a reason it's called NES Hard. Uh, those games were literally designed to destroy us. Games uh. nowadays designed to be easy to hold your hand to gently lead you through them uh you finish games you don't really beat them these days back back in our time it was a triumph to uh, to beat an nes game i mean look at patrick
5: he did it in half an hour
0: amazing
5: you know mike i think you have a point because if you think about it they don't make game genies anymore they just made it for the old systems we don't need them now because the All games are so easy. We can beat a game on easy mode. Now, I mean, we don't really learn anything from that. We don't really grow. And you really have to wonder, did you even beat the game if you beat it on easy?
3: I can answer that with an astounding yes. Yes, I did. The credits rolled. I okay. beat the game. What more do you guys want?
5: You clicked the option in Thank the you. you clicked it in the options. You didn't really beat the game. I watched what the if, game get played on YouTube.
2: What if a hypothetical person that probably doesn't exist and we'll call him Gom Danell?
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, go
2: on. Is not good at video games uh-huh. and cannot get past them if he plays on normal. Well, Gom,
3: if you're out there listening to us, uh, my name is Serge uh, and I play on easy. And uh, I have no, no shame. I play most of my games on easy. I, I love video games. But as I get older, I've decided I hate the frustration of dying a lot and having to repeat parts over and over and over. Because I don't have the time. And I really wish everybody could see what just happened. I believe uh, I was just emoji shamed.
2: Is <laughs> that a thing? Can we? Can we? Can we sue? Can we? Can I sue, Dad? Ah,
3: uh, you won't get much. <laughs> but you can,
0: but no. Um... There will be no suing of backlogbusters. Okay. i um, so Yeah, no, no. I play on easy yeah, all the
5: time. Sorry, if your feelings were hurt. If you and, would like to, we have that. an after show where you can just talk about your feelings, and we can make sure that you feel good about yourself. No, they're not. A...
2: They're not my feelings. It's Gom You don't listen.
3: Does anybody (laughs) else feel like that Ryan was just making fun of my fireside chats where we talk about our feelings?
5: Uh, Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about (laughs) after-show stuff where everybody goes, and it's like, all right, if if you guys need to release some of your emotions, stick around, we'll be right back.
2: So,
3: (laughs) mind you, He's talking about getting good and making fun of people that play on easy, but the game he's putting all his time into is Animal Crossing, where literally nothing is hard about it, except for shaking a tree and finding the coconut that fell in the water.
5: Okay, that's not true because sometimes there are wasps. So let me ask you this. That's real danger.
3: That's
4: real danger.
5: Yeah, there is a trick to that, but if you stick around after the show, we can talk about that. But how about this? Um... So there is a question that was posed in our Twitter discussion about games that have made us rage quit, okay? Usually for me, it's uh, talking about feelings in the real world, but if we want to stick to video games, um, let's talk about the games that have made us rage quit. Has there ever been a game where you said, I'm done with this, you throw the controller down, you stomp out of the room, and you're throwing a temper tantrum like you're five? Parenting. So, parenting, Yeah. Well, I have have a, a few on my list because I was thinking about this. i like, I don't, I don't really think so. The games I've gotten upset about, but I've gone back to it, like Cuphead. I feel like every time I died, I'm like you know what, that was my fault. And I went back and I did it again. I never really got mad at the game. It was just like I was really competing against myself. And I thought about a game that a lot of people hold near and dear to their heart. They think it's fantastic, and they have spent hours and hours and hours playing it with their friends, and I could never get into it because I suck at first-person shooters. And the game that I'm talking about is GoldenEye. I, I
2: consider it good.
5: Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you. You <laughs> know what? I've got a friend named Gomdronel who um, he spoke to me about. Uh, he said, you know what? You should get better at the game. I said, you know what? That, 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 that is right. And then I just unfollowed him because it was just too much work. But yeah, I, the first person shooters are not good for me. And I've had friends that say, "Hey, let's play GoldenEye." Of course, this was you know 20 years ago, and I said, "Sure, let me play." And I went, "Nope," and even tried playing Splatoon with my son. He's like, "Let's play," and I did okay the first time we played, and then he just wiped the floor with me. I'm like, you know, what? I don't even know the controls. I just got so frustrated. I'm like, you know what? I, I can't. I can't do this. And I got so mad. I said, you know what? To make me feel better, let's play some Dr. Mario. And of course, that's the game that my son rage quits on. So, Patrick, how about you? What game or games have you rage quit on?
1: So, I've been thinking about this, and I'm kind of known as a patient person. I mean, at least that's what people tell me all the time. And I'm guessing it comes across in. How I play video games as well, because honestly, I can't think of a game that I've straight up just dropped because I was angry at it. Um, maybe because it was horrible or uh, unfair in some way, but I don't think I've ever rage quit a game. Uh, I'm looking at just kind of the the list of games that I've been going through recently, and. No, honestly, I can't think of anything. Now, one game that I I recall I dropped because it was terrible is um, a gem called Cat Lateral Damage, where you play as a cat, and you go around a house, and you knock things off of surfaces. (laughs) I remember
5: watching you stream that. Yes. And it looked like it would be great for you because you you like cats, and you've got cats. And it seemed to be a fairly realistic sim, but there was also yeah. looked like it was really frustrating to just do anything.
1: It was. The controls were terrible. But just as as we were talking here, I thought of the singular game that I rage quit and said, This thing is wiped off my backlog in perpetuity. I will never touch it again. <laughs> I bet. You know it? I'm and it has to me? Yes. <laughs> It was Bassmaster's Classic on the Super Nintendo. That game I don't even understand it. It just I fishing's supposed to be relaxing, right? You cast oh, yeah. the line, you get some bait, you catch the fish, you feel good about yourself. <laughs> this game works against you in any way possible to make that an impossibility. So <laughs> the only thing that I said I needed to do was to catch a singular fish, and this thing would be wiped from my backlog. And I finally did, and then I threw that thing away. <laughs> when did you actually throw the game away? I didn't. I couldn't really do that. You should have threw it in the lake. Is what you should have done. I walk across the street, I tie it to a cinder block, and that thing is gone. <laughs> Swim the fishes. Yeah. See, oh, see you the, catch the problem. Fish, <laughs>
0: the problem was is you were playing the wrong SNES fishing game.
1: That is true. What you true.
0: really needed to be playing was Bassin's Black Bass. That oh. is the fishing game for the SNES to play.
1: Speaking of that, so I know that you mentioned that to me, like uh, at one point. So I went out of my way and I tried to find a copy of that game, and I ordered it on eBay because I needed to prove to myself that there is. A fishing game on the Super Nintendo that is worth playing and they shipped me the wrong game (laughs) apparently there's two Black Bass games on the Super Nintendo and they gave me the one that I didn't want and (sighs) I was quite disappointed with that so that's my story (laughs) how about you Jeremy sorry guys uh, it's
4: okay. I keep I keep my Skype, my internet, it knows that I'm sleepy. Um, <laughs> and it's like, you need to go to bed, dude. So um, I guess we're at me, the turkey. So uh, with this question, the one that I was thinking about, and I didn't quit the game, but one that I definitely got to some points where I thought, okay, I need to sit, put this down and maybe tomorrow I'll come back to it. It's shovel Knight. i i really loved that game and it was a fun game it was amazing but there were times where it's like uh jump and then oh now i've died and now my my money's floating somewhere now i'm going to go get that money because i got to get my money back oh but then i died again and now I'm there i have less money and now it's floating somewhere else that's close to that and it just i was like okay i got to i got to put this down um but yeah, I'm not – I mean, it's a somewhat easy game uh, probably for these, uh, you know, pros that I'm dealing with on this podcast. But for me, it was a slight challenge, I more than a slight challenge. But I beat it, and I loved it, and it was great. So that was a game that I wouldn't say I rage quit. Uh, a game that – from my past that I would say I didn't really rage quit it, but one that I just – I mean – I love the idea of it. I loved the art style. Um, I love Capcom. I love Little Nemo, the Dream Master. But that game is devastatingly hard. You have to feed candy to animals and then you get in their skin and then like try to run around in the level. But it's so difficult. And um, I don't know, Patrick, I, you, you, if you've never tried Little Nemo and the Dream Master, um, you might need to check that out. So it's it's a Capcom NES game, so you know that it's good, but man, is it hard. So it's based on a, uh, I think it's an old comic book. Um, but yeah, that that is like brutally hard that I just have never gone anywhere in and I bought it um several years ago thinking that I'm gonna try this one again and I've tried it and yeah I, I can't I can't do anything with it. So I'm putting you down, little Nemo in the Dream Master. The Dream Master. Anybody ever played that game?
5: Okay. chance.
0: I've played that game quite a bit. Never never finished it. Um but I wouldn't say I rage quit that one. I just Uh, moved on to something else now some of the things that i have rage quit on uh, if you can call it that um i've had my moments in competitive games like uh dead by daylight where i'm just not not getting good matches i'm getting matched up with people who are a much higher rank than me which makes it a whole lot of not fun to play uh so i'll just okay finish the match i'm done for the night i'll come back another day but as far as games that I completely noped out of when it got to, uh, <clears throat> when it got to a point in the game, I have a list of three. Um, the first one was uh, Dark Souls on the Switch when they put the, like, the demo version out. I played that for 15 minutes. And I decided right then and there, but that was not a game for me. I put it down. I never looked back. And I think I'm a happier man for it, personally. Um, another one, a more recent one uh, for me, was when I tried to play through, um, funnily enough, another uh, game from the same studio, Armored Core 4 Answer. Uh, I just got to a point where I couldn't pass any more of the missions, regardless of what I did. And I had picked the the easy option in the game. And it just... It just, I wasn't getting anywhere. It wasn't fun. So without finishing the game, I checked it off my backlog. I don't feel bad, but uh, that one's done. And for a classic example, uh, that'd be Final Fantasy VIII. Um, Now, when I play um, games, I have a, a tendency to be a little bit of a completionist. I like to go the extra mile. And in in Final Fantasy VIII, you can collect um, GFs, or Guardian Forces. Um, And the opportunity to do so is usually pretty big. Well, there's one fight where you're, you're battling against one of the main bosses of the game, and it's right at the end of a disc. And if you don't draw the Guardian Force from that boss then you can't get it again until the very end of the game. So I did draw, thought I got it, finished the fight, went on to the next part, uh, played through a Laguna section, and then got back to my party and realized I didn't have it. And I put the game down, and I never looked back.
1: That is a tragedy. And that's my Rage Quit story. That's a tragedy. It really is. Because getting those summons was, you know, 90% of the fun of that game. <laughs> Serge, I feel like
5: Shakira you... now. Well, <laughs> um, yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. Did I you think, have a question, uh, Jeremy?
4: Well, I didn't know if. Did Shakira have a game that you rage quit? Like, is there some kind of um shebang? Uh, no, who, who is that? Is that Shakira? Uh,
3: Shakira is the star of the Shante games, right?
4: No, uh, thought that was uh, Gloria
3: Estefan. It it might be, but it's, it's
2: actually Shaquille O'Neil Oh, uh, that's right.
3: Shaq Fu, the legend returns. So I want to play but... for me. I don't like to me rage quitting is like getting super angry at a game, throwing down a controller, breaking a screen, or something like that. And there's never really been games where I've done anything like that. There's games where I've had to walk away for a spell, but I've always, well, at least when I enjoyed playing games that were difficult, you know, I always had the mentality that. I was gonna figure this out. I was gonna figure out how to get better at it. Um, you know, games like the original Castlevania—that was like my Dark Souls time, where it was like, okay, I could go so far, and then I died to the mummy, and then I died to the mummy. Oh, oh! I got past the mummy. I got to the Reaper, and you know, I would just keep, keep playing, keep playing, get better, 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 until I finally beat it. Um, you know, same things with like Mike Tyson's Punch Out, and. You know, the I guess the closest that I can come to would be games that I walked away from because I wasn't good enough to beat them, and I haven't given them a second chance. And that would go back to our you know Demon Souls conversation from earlier, where I basically rage quit that game because I couldn't figure out how to beat the guy at the beginning, or I knew how to beat him but my timing was off every time I tried to dodge his big butt jump where he landed on you and destroyed you. So I, I think that would be my answer, demon souls. It hurt me. It hurt me in a in a dark personal place, and I've yet to recover.
4: Uh, speaking of dark personal places, I just wanted to clarify that uh, she bangs is um, Ricky Martin. I'm sorry that I... Um, I, I misspoke. That's not Shakira. They they I, both hail from Latin America. Maybe I'm not sure, and I don't want to uh, offend either Ricky or Shakira if they're listening. So, um, but yes. So that that's my bad. That's that's so, Turkey's bad.
3: On that. So the only place I've ever heard "She Bangs" was when that Asian guy did it on American Idol. Other than that, I have no clue. I've never heard the uh, Martin Ricky version, and I. have I believe Patrick also. I've heard the crazy Asian guy saying "shebang."
5: To fans of William Hung.
3: Ah, yes, William
4: Hung. Mm, mm. Um. So yes, that's uh, that is um, that's Ricky Martin for you. What can I say?
3: So Ricky Bobby. Final participant, Dom. I hear you rage quit everything. Or we could call you Gom.
2: <laughs> How dare you? That's my secret twin brother we do not bring up. First of all, um, actually, I have a, I I rage I do rage quit a lot, but I always come back to it. The one something I have rage quit and didn't go back to partially because I didn't get the chance, but partially because I was just like, no, is this game called Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes? And what you do is you're given a uh, a dictionary, full of instructions on how to defuse a bomb on the screen of another player. And I was playing this at a friend's like, uh, at a friend's like party, and uh, like the guy who had the bomb was not even kind of doing what I was talking about. Like I was like push the button on the t- on the bottom left, and he was like your left or my left, and I was like why does that matter? It's your left. And so he clicked, I, and so I heard the, the error noise and I was like, if you clicked bottom right, swear to God, dude, like I wasn't really mad at him, but it was enough to be like, come on, you have to be doing this at least kind of on purpose. And he's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And it was just, it's like, it's just the game of miscommunications in the most funny and also frustrating way. So halfway through telling him to do something, I just went you know what, handed the uh, instruction booklet to another person and just talked to the person ne- next to me and just gave up on that. I- My-, <laughs> My marriage vows
3: were very similar.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so if like, you, if hey, you rage quit but then go
3: back to it, is that just rage pausing?
2: Yeah, I rage pause pretty much every day. <laughs>
1: Rage standby mode.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say like
4: what uh what song plays when you rage uh pause? Is it
1: the Battletoads uh pause theme? What what would be your rage pause song? You know that rage. sound when you get like an audio glitch and it keeps repeating the first three mm. seconds? That's kinda what it's like. Okay. Either
3: that or a car alarm. Do
2: <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. you know that? <laughs> Never mind. That was gonna to be too stupid. I'm not doing that.
5: <laughs> like, like, do
2: running.
0: it. Do it. Do
2: it. <laughs> Dad, I will throw you.
0: No. Can you at <laughs> least throw me someplace
4: comfy? I I did um just talk about Ricky Martin for a while, uh, Dom. I mean Dom. That, so it,
2: that we're... Is the conversation of intellectuals. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you know that one part of "Take on Me" where it's the piano going? Doodle, 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 doodle. It's just that part, but never gets past that, it's just <laughs> looping that. That's the sound, that's the sound of me rage pausing. I love it. Me and video games have a very complicated relationship that I, I shouldn't be talking about. <laughs> we are very often not on speaking terms.
4: Well, the good thing is that you go back to him, you know. You know, you is... you take that relationship and you just say, you know what? We're gonna make this work, right? I'm gonna I think get that's through the it.
2: Bad thing about it. <laughs> I'm
4: gonna not pause you. I'm gonna play you. Uh,
2: never look at your significant other and say, "I'm gonna play you." <laughs> yeah, no,
4: that doesn't work.
5: I'm not sure how well it works when you look at them and say, you know what? We just need to take a pause. (laughs) We'll get back. You know,
0: if friends is any evidence, uh, doing things when you're on a break, not a good
5: idea. (laughs) Well, she had rambled on for 16 pages, front and back.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So, are we. Into the listener questions. I
5: don't know. We can do listener questions, or I can test your trivia and see if you can guess a video game.
4: Oh yeah, let's do that. And then I might have to bounce after that. Um, And then you can you can just tell the listeners where to go to follow me on Twitter.
1: (laughs) Or I'll tell you right where to go.
5: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this is. Taken from what Play One Podcast does with some of their after show stuff. I'm going to read just one of the reviews they have for a video game, and I'm going to see if you guys can figure out what game they are talking about. Now, to give you a reference, this is from the September 1993 issue. September 1993.
4: Do we work together? Or is this cutthroat? Am I, Am I going against everybody?
5: No, I just want you guys work together. I don't really have enough for it to be like a full-on competition, but just to see how your general video, video game knowledge is.
4: Got All it. right. Co-op mode. I love it.
5: So this one was actually... Well, I'm not going to tell you. I don't think the first blank, or I didn't think the first blank could be topped. But what a surprise this one is. The first improvement is the incredible speed and new attacks that can be accomplished. Don't think that the combos for the old one will work, because the computer isn't stupid anymore. The best fighting game just got better.
2: Does the word combos involve a K? Ooh. I'm just
5: reading it. as the, the mm. way. It's- That's actually hey. Street Fighter Two.
4: Um. I think
2: I think Mortal more Ca- Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat was 1993, wasn't it?
1: I
4: um, wanted to. It, it, it's it's got to be it's got to be it, it yeah it's definitely so so the it's a sequel um did it come yeah did it come out on Mortal Monday? No, um it's Mortal yeah, Monday. Yeah.
1: Um I feel like with it being a focus on combos like I'm kind of leaning toward Mortal Kombat too as well.
2: Well, I don't know cuz like a big thing cuz wasn't like a big part of Mortal Kombat's advertising like it's bloodier or whatever. Think that'd be involved.
5: Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Jeremy was close. W- what would you what would you say first Jeremy?
4: Uh Street Fighter 2. It's Street Fighter 2 Turbo.
5: Uh, oh. Isn't this speed. This yeah. speed. Oh, no, you it's... know what? Maybe that one was too tough. I'll try to make it easier for you. Here's the next review. Amazing. This four-in-one cart will keep fans occupied for hours, if not days. This is a must-have for anyone with a Super NES. Everything is here, even the glitches and secret levels. The 16-bit conversion graphically is fantastic, and the stereo sound enhances the overall effect. My favorite is Dream Factory.
0: I mean, that's gotta be um, Mario All Stars, right? Like, yeah. I can't think of another four in one cartridge. Yep.
5: That's what I
2: was, say.
0: Yep. That's yep. What I
5: was that, that is correct. I thought I could trick you on that one, but I guess the four in one, give it away. All right. All right. So, while it may be hard to compete with other uh, blank games, blank really holds its own. The backgrounds are beautifully drawn. The music is terrific, and every sound effect is heard. The crisp, digitized effect is extremely well done with very impressive play control. However, there's still something missing.
4: As a call, Donkey Kong Country game, possibly?
1: The digitized graphics? Um... Was it digitized graphics or sounds?
5: It says digitized effect is extremely well uh, done. Effect. Digitized effect. It's a video game. In theory,
2: it's all digitized, but whatever.
4: Yeah, I think they're they're grasping at the. Uh, I mean, yeah, Mortal Kombat had the digitized sprites, or the what what do they oh. call that? And then the <laughs> um, Donkey Kong Country did as well. Yeah, um, um, Super Mario RPG did something similar.
0: Can 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 you repeat some of the the review? I I I have absolutely no idea.
5: Okay, I left out one more, which may give it away, so let me try this again. While it may be hard to compete with other fighting games, Blank really holds its own. The backgrounds are beautifully drawn, oh. the music is terrific, and every sound effect is heard. The crisp, digitized effect is extremely well done with very impressive play control. However, there's still something missing.
3: Marvel vs. Capcom.
5: Oh, Killer it's Instinct. from 1993.
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: I like that, Killer Instinct. Killer instinct. Yeah, I think that's that's.
0: What about
3: what about clay fighters? Mm. Mm. Ooh, what about another claymation fighting game that was based off a TV show from MTV? Death figure another fighting death match. match, celebrity death, death
5: match. match. Get it right. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> Been I mean, a while. Game... So, what, what are big. your guesses for that one?
4: So it's a fighting game that's digitized. That's missing 90, something. 90. Um, I mean, I'll I, give you I, a hint. Kill
5: it. It's not pit fighter.
4: Oh <laughs> yeah, pit fighter. Is, hmm.
2: the, is it like a tagline, or is it like, is it something along the lines of like the only one thing is missing? You is it like a cheesy tagline like that. <laughs>
5: well, this, is, this is this is the review. It says, however, there's still something missing. Dot dot dot.
4: I mean. I, I would say that i mean which see,
3: which console is this available for well
4: you can't
1: tell us so this?
3: mortal Kombat and the blood is what's missing oh, got man.
1: it wow cool. good so super nintendo super yeah, nintendo yeah. version yeah
4: the mm-hmm. the original then i guess because mm-hmm. the, the second one on super nintendo did have the blood yeah i believe i suppose this yeah. is nintendo power i should
0: know this don't mind me i'll just go back to my dunce corner
4: Oh, this is not Nintendo
5: Power. This is EGM. They,
2: can they do a deal with Coca Cola Company for a Nintendo Powerade? I just <laughs> thought that. I'm sorry, that was stupid. But still, <laughs> I want it. Well, not anymore. They can't.
0: Perhaps brilliant. Actually, mm-hmm. I see
1: money in my future. Your future.
2: Yeah, but I can't buy Nintendo to do that. So.
1: Yeah. Uh. What's interesting is that Mortal Kombat was released in 92 and Mortal Kombat 2 was 93. for oh, the console version. Yeah, I wonder if it was ported the year later. Mm-hmm. I bet you're uh, right.
5: Well, of course, this would have been, you know, I guess probably right about the same time they were having all the issues with the ESRB or like getting that, you know, started. You know, right. Mortal Kombat along with. Um, Night trap the big ones right. uh, So I've got one last review for you uh, I'm not gonna tell you the system But like the blockbuster movie this game is big. this 16 Meg monster takes a lot to play Patience and mastering of quite a few techniques, but it is well worth it The best aspect is being able to play as the Raptor turning the tables on your would-be captors oh, right. Usually by pouncing on them and chopping them down
1: is a blast it is uh, Jurassic Park on the Genesis. Yeah. <laughs> that is correct, Patrick. When I saw that one, there I went, "You know, he's going to get this. I know he is." Yeah. <laughs> I literally played that not that long ago. Are I thought about
5: sure reading a review for uh, Cool Spot, but that one might have been a bit more obscure. Um,
2: that's Seven guys. I like, guy I really like cool. cool Spot though. I, I've actually played
0: that one. I, I I might have known, probably not, but it's.
2: I actually it's like the awesome. Cool Spot game. All right. so
0: before you head out uh, Jeremy why don't you tell us what you plan to be playing for next month
4: well I am going to probably continue because I haven't put a whole lot of time into LBX I'll be giving you guys more um, more of my thoughts on that and probably also some Animal Crossing now that we have I guess some pirate thing that's selling art I don't know if it's going to be fake I think that was a thing in the past um, and then, uh, there's some other animal that's selling bushes, uh, a leaf, um, sloth or something. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to be a- excited about that. Um, and, uh, maybe some, maybe some cool spot, maybe some, um, some noid, some, some, maybe just a whole lot of, uh, night eighties and nineties, um, that's mascot, plas- yeah, maybe some that's flock. Shea, too yeah, cool to fool. yeah. You, I dude, I had this Chester Cheetah game um, on, the, uh, on the SNES uh, and it was garbage. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, but Cool Spot was cool. So, yes, probably LBX, and that's about it. Uh, some Animal Crossing, spattering of Animal Crossing. So, and maybe some snake King, yes, Ryan. So all right. Well you guys take care and uh, give the listeners my my love. So we'll talk to you guys later.
5: Bye bye. All right. Bye, bye Jeremy. Bye Thanks bye. for stopping by. Gobble um, gobble. Gobble gobble. gobble. Cool spot.
3: Ah, <laughs> oh, thank God that guy left.
5: Now that the trash <laughs> yeah. is out of here. Do, Ooh, do you really have to good thing we're not recording this? this we just took our trash out this this is why you can edit
2: patrick <laughs> can you hear me now i can oh okay sorry dad said he couldn't hear me
3: no he was just tuning you out there's the difference
2: well he lives with me he kind
1: of has to Alrighty, so first question we got is from EggShen8 on Twitter. And he says, When you all attack your backlog, how do y'all go about it? Do you follow a premeditated list, however you feel that day, or complete chaos? Love the show.
3: Well, obviously, the way everybody attacks their backlog is they pull out their backlog bingo card and then <laughs> they look at the games that they have and they're like, What would fit here? so that I could play. Um, uh, personally speaking, I attack the backlog just by what do I feel like playing today? Like what randomly, you know, pops into my head or, you know, I try not to think or use words or talk in coherent sentences. Um, this will be edited out because I'm very bad at the words. Get distracted by chat. Oh, yeah. Uh, But I'm not good at planning out what I'm going to play. Because usually when I try that, you know, I'll have myself a list of games where it's like I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And then I never get to that and I get distracted by something else. So chaos. Chaos reigns supreme. And that is my final answer, Egg. By the way, I love talking to Egg Shen. On the fireside chat that I did I enjoy that we have a listener who uh, is a big trouble in little China fan and I feel like we should all just do big trouble in little China quotes one one episode that's it like the whole episode will be nothing but
1: talking in big trouble and little China (laughs) I mean it's a good movie and Egg shens a cool guy so I believe in those words that you speak (laughs) <laughs>
3: how do you guys attack your backlog
1: I was gonna other say, than
3: patrick doing it 35 minutes at a time
5: i was gonna say for me the attack of a backlog is a very tough thing to do because as you guys know i just keep adding to it um and especially with a game like animal crossing coming out which i knew was going to take up my time and you guys are probably wondering what i've done with stardew valley i don't want to talk about it but at least it's not dependent on the Game clock, so, or, or for the clock on the system, so I can get to that later. Um, I didn't want to just only play Animal Crossing, so I made it a point to find some of the games that I have downloaded, so I could play them. Which is why, you know, talk about you know Floor Kids and you know Conduct Together and a few of the other ones. I still have Bastion that I need to finish, um, and there are a few other games like uh, uh, Pool Panic and uh, Battle Brigade that are fun. I just never spent enough time with them. So I think for me, the way I attack my backlog is with this overwhelming guilt that is just hanging on to my shoulders, making me feel bad about these purchases that I've made, and I've done nothing with them. So when I see them there, I'm like, oh, I forgot that I bought that game. And it's not like I haven't played, oh, yeah, what else Okay, so Grouchy is just showing us all these physical games that he has. I bet he hasn't. It, are these still shrink wrapped? Good for you. There yeah, you go. That one so. There are games that I have bought and I have never played. Uh, Mario Maker Two, uh, the Pokemon games from last year. But I bought them more for my kids because I knew that my kids would be super excited. And I can't tell you how many you know, hours they have put into those games. I don't feel bad about not playing those. It's the ones that I know that I bought for myself and I haven't touched. And I just, I, I I feel guilty because I spent money and haven't done anything.
1: So I've got a lot of emotions. (laughs) It's something that we deal with every day. Truly, truly, we wouldn't be talking if it wasn't the case, right?
5: (laughs) I appreciate the support, Thank you. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, for me, I mean, I don't know if it's complete chaos, but typically it's whatever I feel like at the time. So usually when I'm playing a game, especially a longer game, I'm thinking of what I want to play next. I'm like, oh, that would be fun to play. And sometimes it distracts me from the current game that I'm playing. But uh, typically when it comes to the time to actually finish the current game that I'm playing, Um, My mind changes, you know, three or four times, and then it's usually just uh, whatever I feel like at the time, or it's the game that I just bought, because the game that I feel like playing is the game that I just bought. (laughs) And that's really how I approach it, (laughs) and that's why my backlog grows as well.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you, Patrick. When, when it comes to tackling the backlog, I am 100% hooked on a feeling, and that feeling is whatever I feel like playing today. And that could change, or it could be laser-focused. Um, but I never know. So maybe chaos, but um, definitely just whatever I'm feeling that day.
2: Uh, normally, okay, this <laughs> sound dumb and childish. Uh, if, it, if i have a physical copy of anything in my backlog then i'll just like put the co- all of them on my bed and then just be like this has the most I- interesting visual cover art you win and then i play that one or i'll play like the longest one first and the shortest one last and then take years off of my life that way
1: Yeah, my approach is similar. Uh, I throw all my cases on the floor, and whichever one has anime ladies, that's the one I go for. (laughs) (laughs) So when you see 75 games with anime ladies, how
3: do you wither it down, though?
1: (laughs) Um, That's when I have a mental breakdown. Next question is from Octotaco1, who I have uh, intimate relations with. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, would you rather only be able to play games from your personal backlog for the rest of your life or only be able to play brand new games as you buy them?
3: This is a very frustrating would you rather question, by the way. And I get that would you rather is supposed to be that, but like, I, I have that game and I've put 60 hours into it, Ryan. Has been Heroes. Um, so... I I love the would-you-rather questions, and I really think it's something that we should probably do more often because I love opinions. But I, I hate this question because there's so many games in my backlog that I really want to get to that if I would choose to only play new games, I could never play Chrono Trigger. I could never go back and beat Astral Chain because I already own it, so technically it's in my backlog. I can't play the Bayonetta games because I picked them up, and they're in my backlog. So would I be able to sell them off and then rebuy them? Or is it only new games that are being released? Because if that's the case, I think I'm just going to go with the backlog. And then once I beat everything that I have, and I'm 85 years old, I'm just going to be a grumpy gamer complaining about how you kids don't know anything. That's fair.
2: You could, in theory, do that now.
3: That That's is true.
2: That's what I do.
3: But, yeah, so I'm, I'm going with the backlog, because I know the games that are on my backlog, and there's a lot of games that I really want to play, which is why I may have accidentally bought them. Um, and I could, in theory, shut Twitter off and never pay attention to a new release and live a perfectly happy life. I... Not even... Not even why? No, continue.
2: I was just going to say, you aren't even just uninstalling the app. You're just shutting it down. You've disenabled the servers.
3: Well, because I don't want to get FOMO. I don't want to... I don't want somebody to be like, man, the new God of War 2 is awesome because then I'm going to go into a mental breakdown state and it's... I can't handle that. My heart. It'll be too heavy. Like my waistline.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I kind, I kind of agree with you, Serge, that if we focused on our backlog, then we get to play all the games that we know that we wanted to play. Um, and if we were to choose to only play new games, we would never be able to play those. So like you were saying, you'd never be able to play a classic like Chrono Trigger or the other multitudes of games that you have in your backlog. But then... The problem with it being on your backlog and only being able to focus on that is that it's a limited quantity, right? So that if you finished everything, you basically have nothing left. But if you were to focus on only new games, you may not be able to play the old. But what happens if the companies re-release, remaster in collections, things like that? I mean that's that's a loophole, I think. But it's not. <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> I, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Like you were saying, you'd be missing out on a lot of things that you may have wanted, may have wanted to play and would never be re-released if you didn't focus on your backlog. Yeah. See, if um, I was
3: to... if I was twenty, or if I still had the time to put a lot of hours into gaming, my answer might change to playing new games that come out because then I could get to like, oh, Resident Evil 2 release came out, Resident Evil 3 remaster came out, Final Fantasy 7, you know, on and on and on. But because I am on a very strict gaming budget, time-wise, I feel like the backlog is the safe way to go because I have years of reviews and friends' experiences and things pointing me to these are the really good games rather than this is something that just came out and I might not like it. So
1: that is true. true.
5: Well, well, something to to add to, to all of this, and I would say that I would probably stick with my backlog. But Patrick, you said, you know, when you finish your backlog or finish the game, well, that doesn't mean that it's gone forever because I find myself a lot of times just like with movies and books. So we have, we've converted a lot of our movies, you know, to be digital. So we got a few hundred that I can just pick and choose from. But most of the time when i go to pick a movie i'm picking the same movies that i've seen over and over and over again and that's what happens with my video games so if there's something on my backlog like if i play it and beat it that doesn't mean that it's removed because i've beaten super mario world i don't know how many times i keep going back to that i can keep going back to dr mario and so if you tell me that and and i guess it depends on how you consider your backlog maybe you wouldn't consider dr mario on my backlog because I've already played it. But if you're talking about you know games that you currently own, you can either play just the games you have or just the games that are coming in the future. I'm going to pick the games that I already have because I have games that I love and I will keep playing over and over and over again. Like right now if someone were to walk in here and say, "Let's play Dr. Mario." I'm like, "Let's do it. Bring it." And I'll be a totally happy guy. Plus, all the other games I still haven't gotten to, I can sprinkle in every now and then, just about as frequently as I'm
1: doing now. Right. And I guess it depends on how you take... Uh, I guess it depends on how the rules work for this question, too, is that once you complete a game, is it still on your backlog?
5: I guess and if, probably, if only we knew somebody who knew that Octo Octoteco won, <laughs> we could ask them. But, you know... I think we just live it up to our own interpretations and they can get mad at us later when they listen to the podcast.
1: That's true. That's true. Yep.
0: So I think I have to plead the fifth on this one. I I can't I can't do this. Wait, I figured it out. We can game the system, guys. So look, I pick my backlog, I can buy games when they're not they're not new anymore, and then they become a part of my backlog. Right? Does that work? Can we do that? That's the
5: obvious choice. But they would then become new to you. So you you can't if it's not if it's not something that you currently own and then it becomes it comes into your inventory, it's it's a new game. (laughs) So I think we're we're defining the backlog as what you currently own at the moment.
0: Well, in that case I have to side with my fellow busters and say the backlog looking at the things that I plan to play in the near future and thinking about giving those up and never being able to look back is just not, not something I can do. I, I love to revisit games. Uh, just like you said, Ryan, I, I, I can't not have my backlog. It's, it's, it's the backlog. No doubt about it. What about you, Dom? You have a much smaller backlog. Uh, when you consider your own game. So this would be a, like a different perspective, I think.
2: How dare you judge the size of my backlog, first of all. Uh, <laughs> second of all, <sighs> I I feel like I go back to games like way more than the average person. Like I get into moods where I'm like, I want to play this right now. I'm doing it. And so... I <laughs> And so, like, I, I, and, like, it's just so much, like, come from it, food to me. Like, Red Dead Redemption 2 was my life for, like, at least two months. Because I beat the story, which already took so long. And then I, 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 I was like, I want to see all the secrets that are in this game. And that was, like, I, I'd say, I'm, I don't know, that's a lot of time. So, I. I don't know. I probably live off of my small backlog. Thanks for pointing it out, Dad.
1: I think I was artist- just
0: trying to steer you in the direction of new games because if you own the new games and I could come <laughs> and play them, you see, I was working towards a loophole here, and you closed <laughs> it,
2: ruined it. Well, you know, you ruined it. <laughs> don't judge a man by the side of his backlog. It's not the size of that; it's what you do with it. <laughs>
3: So really, um, Mike's here. I told you guys
0: all about how I beat GoldenEye. Okay, <laughs> I had that Game Shark ready to go, bulletproof mode, easy peasy. I've got
1: no shame. As long as you roll credits. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> now, are you uh, intimately familiar with the uh, the next question?
1: Patrick, since you're I'm reading I'm very up. intimate with this. Um, the next question is from kay And he asks, why does Dr. Pepper taste so amazing?
5: I'm it's go the one. jalapenos. <laughs> I'm going to jump in and say, I was actually having a conversation earlier today with my wife about how I miss the taste of a good Dr. Pepper. But I haven't had one in a few Years because they tend to cause issues with kidney stones for me, so I have sworn off sodas, which means I've sworn off a lot of yummy, yummy things. But probably the sugar.
1: <laughs>
5: probably.
3: <laughs> like, if you wanted to narrow it down to like one deciding factor, sugar.
1: Yep. Yep. The opiates.
3: Today. In the grocery store I saw the uh, Diet Dr. Pepper cream soda and I stopped and I stared at it longingly mind you I looked at it and it was a box it was a 12-pack or something and I was like I want to drink this I want to drink it all like by the time I get to my car four of them would be gone and instead I acted like a reasonable adult and I walked away from it with regrets but I walked away not knowing what dr pepper cream soda tastes like
2: yeah i i sure do wonder what it tastes like because much like you a responsible adult uh we were at the store and i saw that and I went dad i need it now and he's like all right <laughs> and i <laughs> drank two today <laughs> they here's the thing dr pepper original is disgusting and i hate it with a bit of a passion hot because, like uh, so i'm sorry it's just like because you drink it and it's, and it's misleading because it's like it's so sweet but then like there's that second part it's like nope it tastes like bleach <laughs>
3: which by <laughs> the way if you get some bleach in your system no coronavirus
2: <laughs> uh also no life which is an interesting trade-off really <laughs> No, but like Dr. Pepper Cream Soda, it's just Dr. Pepper, but they took away the bleachiness. So it's just sweet and nice. It's like Dr. I Pepper's love... nicer wife.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I uh whenever I drank Dr. Pepper, I always had it was the at the time, the Diet Cherry Vanilla, Dr. Pepper. And I really, really liked it. And then they stopped making it, so I stopped drinking the soda. There was always like the cherry or the vanilla, but the, the cherry vanilla flavor was very delicious. Uh, worked well with a rum, uh, vanilla rum. Also enjoyed vanilla Coke with vanilla rum. And uh, now I'm way getting off the point. So sugar is the answer, Matt. Uh, and nobody here has tried the new cream soda flavor at all. Not twice today,
2: in fact. Nope. Don't even know what it is. <laughs> I could have played that off better. Continue. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. I, I'm uh, gonna
0: say it's the syrup. The syrup is the reason. And uh that's my answer and um, um final answer, lock it in.
2: Have you guys ever seen in the store Dr. Pepper flavored green not green beans, baked beans? Uh yes. no. I saw it and I really want to give it to someone that isn't me.
1: Uh, yeah, it's dumb. not good.
2: It's not good.
3: Uh, they where, go. did, where did we find Dr. Flavor, Doctor Pepper flavored green beans?
2: Wait, yeah, I, which one have you ate it?
3: It's baked beans.
2: Baked why beans did you, why
1: it do is, you... It's not good. It's just not good. Why do you
2: hate yourself?
1: <laughs> what? I mean, where if you're way going... Way? If you are a responsible adult, uh-huh. you owe it to the world to buy Dr. Pepper flavored baked beans... And uh, decide for yourself that it's disgusting. Okay, so it's
3: by the Serious Bean Company. Yeah. Sweet and a bit sassy. And
2: uh, I am
3: going to track this down because I have to Uh, now.
2: Do not intake (laughs) sassy beanage. You might die. It's true. You know,
3: I have lived over 40 years now and I have a life insurance policy. So if it, if it happens by some weird means, then at least the house will be paid off and my family will have a place to live. However, if it doesn't happen, I will have a story to tell. And I, I'm more adventurous than an 18-year-old, and that makes me happy.
2: This <laughs> 18-year-old is not hard, literally just like do something kind of scary and it's like, well, you did it.
3: Listen, I'm fat for a reason. And that's because when I see stupid stuff like this, I try it. Oh, that's a new soda flavor? I'll have a couple. Oh, I'll buy a six-pack or a 12-pack because if I like it, then I'll have more. And if I don't like it, well, I still got to finish them. Ooh, is that a new chip flavor? Oh, there's 37 new chip flavors. I'll take one of each, please. So Dr. Pepper flavored barbecue baked beans. Got it.
2: Whoa. That's too many things in a can. (laughs)
0: Are there more questions
1: guys?
3: I oh, think yeah, there should sorry, be more questions
1: yes, there are more questions.
3: trying to keep us on track
1: Alrighty. Okay. next question is from Hypecaster and uh, they say how important is toilet paper brand and quality to you personally? have you relaxed your stance post virus? Uh... Um, I I don't care <laughs> And ply. no, it hasn't changed. <laughs> yes, two-ply. So obviously you want it to not fall apart mid wipe <laughs> I'm
3: not looking for restaurant-quality toilet paper
1: or one-ply, pot as we call it. Mm. However,
3: three-ply is a bit much for me. Um, i just looking be... for, <laughs> just you looking
1: don't for be 2 You don't want to be wiping ply. your butt with a-, a pillow. I'm just saying that.
2: I don't know if I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, necessarily.
5: I think we are. very... you're sitting like on my bed right now,
0: and actually on my pillow. So let's not <laughs> let's not do that. Okay, let's just not.
5: <laughs> okay. So, sure I'll say that we well i am very brand specific i don't think that anybody else cares i know that whenever i visit my sister-in-law she gets the um like the generic stuff from costco which is like the public restroom quality stuff i'm like "What? what what is this and she's under the impression that it's just fine i'm like no we actually got a little care package from a restaurant uh so we got like you know meat and a few other things and they had like a roll of toilet paper and some eggs and some milk it's like okay well Thanks for the roll of toilet paper. And that whenever I go to the bathroom, it's like I'm at work. That's the one thing that I feel like I'm at home, but I'm also at work because it's the same junky toilet paper that I have at work. So, yeah, I am kind of brand specific. I can tell the difference. And I'm sure my wife would say, you can't tell. I'm like, no, no, no. I can tell. I feel certain sensitivities, and I know.
0: So, are you calling out the school system? Is that what i'm I'm getting here? They need to step it up?
5: <clears throat> no, I mean, I, I work at a community college, so it's it's just generic toilet paper. I'm just you know what, Here's one thing that I'm thankful for. The, the toilet paper that my work uses is perforated. The worst thing for me is when you go in a public restroom and there's no perforation, so you keep. Pulling. How do I measure? And then I've got to break this apart. How? With my teeth? I think it's all stuck in your. It's gross. Yeah, gross.
2: That's what perforation. I didn't even know what perforation was. I was like, "What kind of space toilet paper are you using?" (laughs) (laughs) Also, you have too much emotional attachment to toilet paper, which is
5: okay. But this is because you're 18. You don't know. See, when I was 18, oh, I was free, i could do whatever nothing bothered me but then you grow up then you become a man you get married you have kids you get responsibilities you've got a job all of a sudden toilet paper matters you, you remember lie. this conversation
3: so subliminally it comes down to the fact that you get older uh get hemorrhoids and you realize that wet wipes matter you know, <laughs> toilet paper not so much
2: I'm so happy that I am here and the lesson I just learned was listen, you're, you're young toilet paper's fine then you get old and everything sucks including toilet paper
5: once you have an insufferable teenager of your own you'll understand
2: and he'll have this exact same conversation
5: someday
3: that's right, you'll buy him one ply while you keep the good two ply stuff
5: <laughs> and you'll be on your own podcast called Backlog Busters Junior, and it's it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Junior,
0: you know, I'm I'm actually I'm actually with you there, Ryan. Um, I like to have the Kleenex brand toilet paper, uh, you know though, toilet paper? Uh, as podcaster suggested. With everything the way that it is, I have settled for lesser brands, but I make do. Now, what you guys should understand about our situation here is that we have multiple bathrooms at my house, and my bathroom is for me and my wife. The other bathroom is for everyone else. So it's not necessarily the same toilet paper in both bathrooms. I'm just throwing it out, out, out there.
2: So he, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. It just may or may not be gold-plated, you know. Have you, you know look, when I get to buy it
0: again, you're going to try it, and you're going to understand just a little bit what we're talking about. What do you
2: mean, about. try it? Don't talk about toilet paper like the fine wine.
5: Oh, the things you get to learn again. Gom, you're 18, or oh, your your friend is 18. And um, hopefully you can carry on the the words of wisdom from this conversation to your to your friend, Gom um, and and uh, enlighten them. Okay. Be be you know what I believe that the children are our future, and I think it's up to you to um, lead them well. You know, teach them well, and let them lead the way. You should show them all the beauty that they possess inside.
1: That's what I believe. You should also make them appreciate good toilet paper. <laughs>
3: <laughs> or convert them to a bidet system. <laughs>
2: the, oh, God, no. Those go. creep me out. Those actually scare me.
5: You got, You're like, going to switch us over to bidets, and then we're going to say, "How well, how far away is this? Well, it's just uh, 16 kilometers. I had no idea how far that is. What are you doing to me? Now, I mean, Patrick is probably okay, because he. I'm not sure if he still has any residual... Metric system, you know, left in him.
1: Yeah, I measure my height in meters, and uh, distances by kilometers. <laughs> Weights by kilograms. I'm all over. Not it. stones. Not stones. Yeah. No, haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I'm 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 sorry. I
1: don't speak Spanish.
0: What, what are you talking about?
2: Ah,
1: All So it looks like we have one last question, and it's from. Jimbo fifteen, aka Hungry Pup, uh, suggests we touch on Ma- Mario Maker two. Uh, he's very intrigued by World Creator and the Koopalings. So, what are our thoughts on the latest Mario Maker two update?
3: Very intriguing. Um, I I love the fact that they gave the ability to make worlds. Instead of design designing a bunch of courses where, in your mind, they string together. So you get to create the world and then get to put an end boss there. So I I think that's great. I don't think it does anything for me. Uh, I just don't feel I have the time, patience, or creativity to sit down and design one well-played level, let alone, like, five to eight, to be able to get to a boss. Um Whatever Mike designs, I'm not going to play it because I won't get through the first world. So, but I like if, I like if you like ever do idea.
0: pick up. If you ever do pick up Mario Maker Two, I'm actually working on creating a world with the specific design in mind that it's going to start off easy and get more challenging. And uh, you can ask, you can ask Dom. I mean, Dom, he played through the first levels that I uploaded today, and it was tolerable. If you can believe it,
2: I actually survived, but not really. I'm dead.
5: <laughs> What's horrible? Are, are you doing contra rules or not?
2: <laughs> I mean, it's not. It, they they are obnoxiously hard, but it's, it's like they're pretty easy. But I, it's more so the anticipation that gets you, because <laughs> you're playing it and you're just like, man, this is gonna suck later. I'm not gonna <laughs> do this.
1: And I, I kind of agree with you, uh, Serge, that I think the update is super cool. And I really like the idea of being able to create a world similar to what you would find in a regular Mario game. Um, and I know that my son is super excited about it as well. And he wants us to sit down and try to make a world because he knows that uh, we recently finished up uh, Mario Bros. 3. And he's like, what if we made a world 9? And uh, I think that's a super cool idea. And we'll probably work on that, but like you, I don't have the time, the patience, or the know-how to create anything really good. But I do think that addition is uh, a huge step up for the Mario Maker franchise.
0: You know, of uh, all the levels that were created for our Backlog Busters Challenge Mario Maker... Yours was the only one anyone liked, so (laughs) I disagree with your talent
3: observation. I think you could do it if you had the gumption. True. He would
1: also have to have a lot of paper so that he could handwrite everything. It would be just on the back wall. I'd have, you know, string attaching different things and...
0: Look, Serge, you're the notebook master, okay? Just pull out one of your, your graph paper notebooks, ship it over, you'll be
3: golden. It's in the mail. It's in the mail. <laughs> Anybody have anything else? I could gush
0: about this update all night long. I will refrain uh, but it's a from good going thing the night's over. Going that in-depth. But they've added so many new things that change the entire way that the game plays. From the new uh, SMB2 mushroom that completely changes the physics of uh, SMB1. Uh, You no longer bounce on most enemies. You can pick them up and throw them around at your leisure and uh, redirect projectiles it's amazing um smb3 you got the the frog suit now that's makes water levels um fun and challenging instead of a slog and on the same note the power up that they added for um super mario world the power balloon they call it the p-balloon um, has the unique property of traveling at the same speed uh, in the air as it does under the water. So you also have the option to make funner water levels in Super Mario World style, which is pretty cool. And they added a bunch of stuff to 3D World. The The hats are amazing. And the boomerang suit is also cool. The, I mean, so much stuff. Um, I have played through a handful of the of different worlds uh from creators that i know and some random people um but right now most people are just using their old levels you're not seeing a lot of the the new stuff yet but i think given a month or two you're going to start seeing uh full worlds with all brand new course elements i think that'll be really cool once that's complete uh but people have a lot more time than i do we'll we'll finish those but uh, like I mentioned, I, I am working on um, making a, a, a game within the game. And we'll see how far I get, because I've tried this this concept before. And it didn't get super far, but who knows? I This could be just what I need to stick with it. And that's
3: all I'm going to say on Mario Maker. Well, guys, this has been fun. Jeremy, do you have any final words? Jeremy?
1: Double Jeremy
3: global. is Jeremy has not spoken. Um, Dom, thanks oh, for joining us.
2: Thank, thank you for letting me be here.
3: It was fun. I, uh, it was
2: fun. I,
3: I, I, oh, you're allowed to interrupt.
2: <laughs> I, I was just afraid you guys tolerated me more than I, I thought would be tolerated. Look,
0: at this point, Dom, I'm worried they're going to flat out replace me with you, so I think you're good.
5: Just make (laughs) sure you check your inbox, your email inbox for an application.
3: Yes, we need to come up with an application. I like this idea. (laughs) Anyway, this has been episode 274. We're the Backlog Busters. And Gobble, Gobble? Dear Backloggers. We accept the fact that we had to sacrifice a whole Saturday recording a podcast about games that came out years ago. But we think you're crazy to make us write this essay telling you what games we bought on sale. The backlog grows as it wants to grow. We play on easy mode. We don't often roll credits. But what we found out is that each of us has the blues, is an odyssey, and a blaze knight, a Mathman and a turkey. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours. The Backlog Busters.
1: Backlog.